Let the, let, 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 let's go. Warning. 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 You will all be dumber after listening to this podcast. These conversations are meant to be fun, so do not take this to heart. We are four morons talking out of our ass. Criticism is welcomed and encouraged. Now enjoy the show. I got pointy titties. Uh, He's <laughs> Welcome to Opie and the Bear Summertime Off-Season Edition. So that means Bear is in his string bikini as we do this podcast. And that's, uh, thank God you're not on video. Uh, it's warm everywhere I go for some reason. Uh, man, I just I, I, I just don't think you can't go wrong with a thong, buddy. Oh, yeah, that's it. It's a good Gross. look other than the tan line thing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, I got the coach's tan line. Yeah. God, well, no, he's, still got, he's still got the farmer tan on top, but then he's got the thong in the bottom. It's he's just the really weird looking. <laughs> the worst is in, the, in the, towards the end of summer when I'm fully baked tan, which looks really nice, except for my Dunlop. So I pull my belly up, and it's white underneath. That sucks. Eesh. You need a, you need a coach for space more so you can get that other side. Is, you that, know? is that what it is? Yeah, you got to flip flop. Third? No, oh, it's okay. Oh no, no, you got your uh, back adjuster where you go upside down. Just take oh, that outside you, and lay. Oh, and, oh, that's why I need to take it outside. Yeah, it, like again, like rotisserie chicken. We've been talking yeah. about for like ten minutes before yeah. the podcast. It's like click. It's my flap. I'll do what I want with it. That's right. <laughs> Does somebody say chicken? Chicken. Well, that there is the voice of local coach, longtime friend of Opie and Bear, and you know him as Ron Tretton. Welcome, Ron. Thank you. We're going to talk some baseball, and he's uh, done some really, really freaking cool stuff over the last number of years and locally. And uh, it, there's actually like cities on the other side of the river uh, from Moline and Rock Island and Iowa, guys. You know that? Did you know that? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's just thought I crossed over the bridge and just disappeared into nowhere, right? Yeah. It's, it's not a thing, dude. Well, that's really, just listen for the gunshots, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there yeah. you go. That's yeah. when you know you've gone too far. Right outside the gunshot area. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go too far east, that's Chicago. That's same yeah, thing. Well, that's right. <laughs> and don't forget, he's also the winner of our uh, NFL draft picks. Yes, he did. Oh, my gosh. I he forgot the about swag. that. I don't have it ready for him yet. Felt bad he got here. I'm like, ah, I don't have it ready. He goes, oh, shit, I forgot all about that. <laughs> okay. It was nice to have him in the house. We're going to talk a lot of really cool, fun baseball because it is summertime. It is baseball season. There's no other way to introduce the oh shits. Just, I got to, if you listen to the last podcast, that's the introduction to this oh shits because between Bear and freaking Ryan running to the freaking crapper, it was, it, it was a shit show. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'd like to apologize for that, but man, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, that was a runner. Yeah. That was was real. Dude. It was for real. That was not for show. And actually, I usually, like, we talk about. It was a code brown in effect. (laughs) Yeah, we talk about cutting things out. When you do stupid shit like that, like, when I'm going to have that fart with a little extra, I got to leave that in so people know. Hey, all that is, that's for the listeners. Guys, you're not the only one. I do it, too. It's the full body experience. Right. Infamous Kleenex with the. the Kle- yeah, it is. As he's seeing the jack off spot. Yeah. Too, so. yeah. Did not I was going to offer. Do you want to jerk off? That was that's that was really kind of part of being the guest. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be rude. You want a drink, a jerk off? Uh, whatever. You know. <laughs> I know Beer. I don't want to shake his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Beer. <laughs> 
thought it was weird that you we asked for his left we hand. Sanitizer here. <laughs> Joke's on you. I use my left. Anyways, uh, so yeah, Bear and I had to go to the dumper. Bear had to go twice. Uh, but you know what? We're such professionals that we go ahead and... Opie and I, when Bear went both times, Opie and I just kept pounding through it. You know, we just kept talking. We were good to go. I don't know what happened when I left because I wasn't here. So well, we were we were mesmerized by the spank station and couldn't figure uh, out. What oh, was that's, going right. On. that's right. That's right. <laughs> that that took up the top of the conversation because Bear just goes, "Why has he got a whole thing of Jergens and because tissues it, by it's there?" Spank, it's St. Hives and it's daily hydration. It's well, got vitamin E. This is how much it took me off guard. I said, "Man, he's got a whole thing of lotion right there. That that looks bad." <laughs> I yeah. didn't say anything else, and I go, dude, he's got Kleenex right there. It's just a fucking station for it. <laughs> and then Debbie comes, fast down, absorbing. Debbie comes down an hour and a half later and says, why yeah. is there lotion? I think that was <laughs> probably the – That was not staged. That was probably the best part, and yeah. neither was not it when staged. Kate came in the door down here and said Yeah, Kate said it too. Yep. Yeah, nobody was actually prompted to ask about it. They just came down and saw the yeah. spank station and Probably commented. Staged. Yeah, I did that. That's fine. So that's fun. By the looks of things, it's been a busy week for you. It has. I had I brought sushi into the mix too. It looks like a snowbank behind Ryan right now in the picture. I can see. Good job, buddy. Yeah. Well, I take I turn around and look at this Rizzo poster when they won the World Series, and I thought it was the Steeler you know, towel. But I mean, that's it. That used to be his, that used to be his white towel. You should see the back. Of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not it's yellow. Up there by nails. Okay. It is not yellow nailer. Just slapped up there. So. Right to his left forearm is just <laughs> it's huge, isn't it? Fucking <laughs> ripped. I think he'd be able to hit something like, further. No, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> uh, next, oh shit. Adara had a successful surgery? Yeah, no, she did. It went really well. Went as expected. She had a little tear in the meniscus, had no ACL, so fixed all that up. She's uh, recovering really did well. they add an ACL? Yeah, so they took the part from her hamstring and did that, so she oh, doesn't okay. have the big nasty scar I have from mine. She's only got four portholes and then a small little incision. And that's it on her knee. And so nice. she's been doing great with the pain tolerance. And, uh, you know, she, she's she been up and doing some movements too. And she was actually really uh, kind of excited about how much she can really move her leg up and down and around and, you know, still have some some flexibility with that too. But she, and her mood has been amazing. So I'm, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure she's tougher than all of us. So I'm. For sure. Another person tougher though than LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Well, LeBron would have. Yeah. Oh God. He would have the whole thing. I can't believe I had a surgery. For the listeners to know that in in RJ, I don't know if you know it or not. She she actually was injured in the preseason or in the fall, technically, yep. where she tore her ACL over two hundred eighty days. Yeah. Played Jeez. the season on an, a torn ACL. Was all but losing her starting position, but then she all of a sudden she got a couple extra opportunities. She made yep. good on her opportunities, and then what happened with the team? Though not only did they oh they went on a, they went they won, won uh, eighteen in the next twenty games. They uh, catapulted from eighth place in conference to third within uh, four weeks, and and they got an at large bid 
Got an LR bid, and she uh, she was all conference with no ACL, all yeah. region second team with no ACL. So that's awesome. It's one of those things where she look back and go, "Man, I wonder what, how good I could have been." But it, you know, at the same time, it's it's a hell of a story. It's a cool story. Yeah, yeah. and and I I mean, Ron, think about it. You have a kid who before something happens to him, they could hit home runs. They have you know good average, but hit a lot of home runs, good power, and everything. And then they get hurt, and then they try to become a like a Tony Gwynn line drive hitter for average, and then they're able to do it because that's what Adara did. She was able to just switch gears and do that. And you as a coach, how hard is that? That's really hard, huh? Yeah. If, if nothing else here, unfortunately, the ego takes over nothing else, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a team right there. That's that's really neat. Is yeah. she a senior this year then? She's done, yeah. So she, she, was, she took her fifth year, decided to come back in the fall, and then she tears it off, and then she didn't have time to get it fixed and try to come back. So it was the decision to – Let's just let's just do it. I've always said, like, makes you who you are. That just shows you what kind of person she For is. Sure. And yeah. that's the way she'll always be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's more oh, yeah. so about, you know, balls and strikes, touchdowns, whatever. It's about what it makes you at the end. And you got a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, she's I, a great don't know, I don't know where she gets it. Cool. Me neither. I was going to say <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. That's 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 how I do a preemptive strike. I know. I know how this shit works. What are her grandparents like? Old. They old. Y'all old and shit, but no, definitely. Uh, but the one thing that about the surgery is, uh, she did come out loopy, and I got 13 minutes to uncut video of her being loopy. Oh, it's not, yeah, there's not a lot of great, but there's Facebook enough in there. Page. Facebook page. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to chop it up with Audacity <laughs> because there's there's just some ones where she just falls asleep in the middle. She's just oh, sleeping. Sure. Well, and then the what? The best one was she goes, she's, she goes, wow, that was loud. <laughs> she woke herself up snoring. So that was one of my favorite parts. That's awesome. And RJ segued your next oh shit, by the way, by bringing up I know, LeBron. Right? Yeah, LeBron and the Lakers are out. You I bet what? ESPN's freaking the fuck out. Huge oh, Laker yeah. fan back in the day. Is that right? Were you really? I was, oh, Magic crushed. I was uh, crushed by Magic saying when Kobe died, it was traumatic. Sure. That's my cat. We got a cat right after that, named him Kobe. Uh, Actually, gotcha. we named her Kobe. It turned out it was a girl. Oh, hey, either way. Kind of a funny deal. Same thing. Kobe, anyway, sex name. Once they signed LeBron, though, I was. I'm sorry. <laughs> you done, though? I can't stand that guy. Man. Yeah. I just, there's no love here at all. No. Even with them winning the championship, I felt nothing. Really? Zero. I like Anthony Dang. Davis. I think he's yeah. quality, but just Do you think when, he, when LeBron's out, you'll go back? Or, like, I, I mean, possibly. well, I guess you're probably still kind of a fan, but not a LeBron well, fan. NBA's down my list anyway. Yeah. It's kind of falling. Kind of, yeah, you, like you guys it. have been talking for a while about the NBA being yeah, just falling apart. Yeah, yeah for kind sure. Of, I'm kind of the same way. Well, they think like, that uh, the, the big three's saving them, and it did at the very, very beginning, but now it's becoming so often. People are just. Everybody's doing They're it. immune to it now. There's yeah. like, mm, fuck. Everybody has a big three yeah and, and no. teams now like, they have a super like the pelican team. who is a that you know down new orleans who are they're basically a feeder program for all these other teams for sure <laughs> you know that's just miserable mm-hmm. yeah you know, why the fuck if i'm in new orleans would i ever go to a game <laughs> right you no know? shit unless drew Brees is going to be there handing out autographs why <laughs> right. would I go? I mean, well you remember the royals were like that for the mlb until they won their 10 years back or whatever years, yeah, however yeah. it was back with zobris and them yep and yeah. the bears they were like that too for a while Bears are still like that. Who are you kidding? <laughs> We're not actually feeding anybody. No, no. We don't have enough. We, don't have, we got to have talent hey, to create a feeder program. Right. Have you seen our first-round draft picks? We're not feeding anybody. Trubisky's all-world this year. That's, That's right. right. Dude, 60 touchdowns. Josh Allen hurts, man. Trubisky takes him to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, Here's I mean, it is Buffalo, wild. so they're going to lose. But I mean, It's like Kurt Warner times wild, two. Though. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, dude. You, yeah, people will be jumping off the McCormick building if this hap- if that happens. I mean, it just it would be, be insane. Oh, God. <laughs> well, at first, they'll be throwing off uh, Ryan Pace. The, that's the first guy to go, yeah, whether yeah. he wants to or not. Uh, yeah. Just jump off with him and just land on him. <laughs> Too much? <laughs> yeah, I want to bring them up just because I don't know what ESPN is going to talk about now. Like, All what's right. next? Just... Continue yeah. talking about James how Harden. LeBron lost. Just James Harden. Oh, Harden. They'll Harden's talk about next. Harden now. Yeah. Harden versus KD. Well, see, they don't Harden like to talk KD. about KD because KD's not a LeBron fan. Right, well, right. Harden, Harden and – Although KD's <laughs> been carrying that team because Harden's been hurt. Yeah. But he's but not like an ESPN honk guy, so – No, no, he's not. He's ah, got okay. an actual uh, – like, I think he's going to just talk about Harden, no matter if he's in street yeah. clothes or regular clothes or whatever. Right. Yeah, because he's hurt right now, yeah. so – yeah. Doesn't matter. Team's rolling. Yep. So next bit of news: NFL mm. going to the NFL now. Julio Jones to the Titans. What'd you think? I didn't expect them. No, man. I thought they were kind of a dark horse, and I was like, wow. I thought one of the other teams would jump in. I heard they've been trying forever, but even ESPN people were like, dark horse, a Schefter. Yeah. Mm. Dark horse, dark horse, dark horse. Really? And then all of a sudden, boom, they jumped up. Number one, it's going to be done tomorrow, and boom, it was. Yeah, was the like, uh, recruiting of Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown must have been huge. Because mm-hmm. I saw, like, they were all over Twitter. I don't know if, how much Julio yeah. looks at Twitter, but obviously quite a bit because now he's going there. Yeah. <laughs> I love the meme that I saw earlier. It, had, uh, it, it was Tannehill in the in huddle, and he said, all right, Julio go deep. AJ Brown go deep. They snap the ball. He they hand Derek Henry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Get on, get ready for a lot of that. That's probably a play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah, are gonna well, be. Need a block. Take the yeah. corner all the way downfield. Right. It's the six of some, half a dozen the other. Of last year, they threw the ball like the third least amount. But now that you have that much more talent, and you still have Johnny Smith. Don't forget about him. I, it's you kind of got an out talent last year at the wide no, receiver spot. No, Corey, no, but Corey Davis is Corey John Davis. He's not. John is in New England, though, bro. Yeah. No. John who left. Yeah. You remember, Oak? He got no. John oh, is in New England. Yeah, remember? You made fun of him me because I, t- I said that uh, Patriots are moving up to four to take uh, that tight end pits. Oh, you, you did. Said, Why yeah. would they? They got two tight ends. Well, you just named one of them, dipshit. <laughs> oh, Wait, yeah, New England still got a team? Wait a Maybe next year. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the fancy draft. Like, yeah, where's Julio high, go? How where, high Julio where, goes? Where's your who, place? Does he oh, yeah. go over AJ Brown? You know, I don't be, think I can put him over AJ though. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, where do you, so let's say AJ goes second round. Where's Julio go? If you had your fourth, choice, four, a couple rounds later. Yeah. I mean, I think I think so too. Risk. So, always, so does Tannehill move up a long ways? Yes, I would think he leaps a couple. Because he's at that, what, third-tier quarterback spot, essentially, so he goes maybe more in the second tier. Top top of three or bottom of two, I would think. Yeah. Okay. Because I think they're going to change the offense. They're going to open it up a bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Who is our tight end now? Who's your tight end? I know. Why don't you fucking look it up? Because you're the producer. Anthony Ferkser. Oh, yeah, Ferkser. Ferkser, yeah, that's right. And Jeff yeah. So, Jeff first Swain. year had a pretty good year G-O-F-F. last year. G-O-F-F. I think he bought me a couple lunches back in junior high. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, sounds like that guy anyway. I read your that's, bio. That's he didn't buy sure. you lunches. You probably beat him until he <laughs> gave it to you. <laughs> I wasn't a very nice kid. I've changed a lot. Well, a little bit. A little, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, jeez. Yeah, last, last oh shit I got. 
No, AJ is ruining the ending part to our podcast because it's you know go fuck yourself, Kevin. Yeah. And last, at least last week's, it was a mess. That was a shit show. And I left it all in. I didn't cut like in between out because no, I want everybody to realize that your wife might have mental issues. She couldn't remember yourself. It's it's a word. Well, she I don't know if she remembered the placement. She probably wanted to go first. Yourself, go fuck Kevin. No. I don't know. I don't know. She, she was still probably trying to wonder about the. <laughs> yeah, she was looking yeah, at my lotion. Yeah. She's still probably like. She's like, what is he doing? I was probably down a little here? shocked. You have three screens and lotion. <laughs> and well, it, yeah, that is. And she, was, she did come home a little. Tasty. And you got a lot of time on your hands too, yeah. by the way. And a projector screen. Yeah. And yeah, gets nice the pun on your hands. Gets the pun. Some big old bitties on you there. Cannot, you would not believe on, on that projector what kind of bestiality you can get going. <laughs> High school Ron no tore this place up. <laughs> 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 High school Ron would be everywhere. Would have been don't don't turn off the lights with the black light in that <laughs> room. Every, every, High school Ron was there. Everywhere you come in to be a, a visitor and it's like, oh no, don't sit there. No, don't <laughs> Sit there either. No, don't stand there. <laughs> right. Stay yeah. off the mantle. We have another. It's not technically a room, but a room here. Where I was thinking it'd be a good idea to have Haley come down here when she's old enough, you know. But I think that might be the worst idea ever. Ah. Well, the problem is people can get in and out of those windows. Yeah. And you don't want that. You need to put a deck there. High school. High school. Ron says, please do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, some uh, some future high school Ron is going. Oh yeah, that's a easy access. I like You're that. Right. Look at that. <laughs> well. High school Randy was uh, no, not, no, right. not high, high school, school college Randy. Randy. College, college Randy got Randy a little out of control, but he was a treat. So, <laughs> hey, school, college Randy made you and your sister. So back off. I was gonna say, it wasn't Did long you? after. Well, I thought it was after it you made, dropped out. No, no, it made your sister, and then uh, the honeymoon from that made you. Right. It's all that's correlated. Right. It's all connected. Yeah. yeah, it all Damn. comes together. <laughs> this is. I tried to. She just anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's your mom, dude. Oh shit, I'm done. Good, good thing. He, good thing he didn't know where the lotion and Kleenex were. Yeah, yeah. He went up here. That's right. It's here. Yeah. I didn't have. If I had a station like this back then, yeah, dude. you'd just be painted on the wall. Honestly, <laughs> I would approve. So basically, AJ's bedroom is what you're talking about. Now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Pretty much. So uh, Ryan, we got uh, some breaking news. Da 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 da. I don't know this one. Neither. The guy I should have picked for my number one pick in basketball, Jokic, is the MVP. Is and he really? Nobody cares because it's so fucking boring. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, I didn't even get an alert or anything. Yeah, and honestly, you he is the, the most unsexy pick for the NBA MVP that I think can ever happen. It's just blah. Well, there's... Most people can't even say his first name. Yeah, I don't even know if I'm saying his last name right. Jokic? Jokic? Yeah. Mm. Jokic. It's a, it's a chick. Jokic? Yeah, Jokic. I think that's he's Jokic. way closer. I'd rather have Jokic than have to, like, yeah, I haven't been MVP. Got, I'm surprised LeBron hasn't gotten MVP. Well, yeah, that was, that's what <laughs> There he is. Second. <laughs> but we're talking NBA, and that's news, and it's, like, yeah. Dude, that's, that's so bad. I mean, like, it's, like if LeBron would have got it, it would be all over my phone right now. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, so Jokic gets it, and seven, I, I get nothing. I get zero on my phone. Yep, and that's exactly ago. the point right there. 20 minutes ago, this was done, and I haven't gotten a thing on my phone. You, Yeah, if it was LeBron, boom, it would have been right away. Did it just come across the ESPN? No, it came across a little bit ago. Because oh. I was like, 
Well, maybe it's no. my phone. I'm stupid. Well, no, okay? he got the, he got an email for it. Like the, the oh, it wasn't one of the <laughs> oh, no, was, They sent him a, a yeah. certified letter yeah. through the yeah. mail. <laughs> hey, look, Jake, it's got the MLB. <laughs> I can't stand ESPN anymore. It's so bad. And I'm trying to watch, we were watching a lot of softball this week, you know, because it was on. And then the, between the games, they would have like the, their sports center people. I'm changing the channel to find something else because it was so bad. They're so just cloying and just dumb. I can't believe that they've gone from the apex of you had it on the background. I mean, it, it was like having porn on in the background when you were younger. It was ESPN. What the hell porn were you watching? Upsy downsies, you know, besties, you know, stuff like that. Uh, you know, huh. it is owned by Disney now. I was trying to find at one point in time, this was kind of ESPN was taken over by. I'm, I'm going to sound like the guy here, but I'm going to say it, it was taken over by women. That's when Dan Patrick and all those guys left. Was women uh, started becoming the the producers of a lot of the shows and really on the executive team now. And then Disney went out and bought it out. So I, I I don't know if they were the cause or if those guys were just looking to branch out. But you're absolutely right. ESPN blows. There's just is there. I mean, other than I, like, I would say College World Series in the women's College World Series is fun to watch. A few other things on there, but otherwise, there's, I just right. got no reason to watch it. I agree. Their shows are garbage, except for in the morning, and I got to go to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can only watch like Sports Center only one time through. I used to watch it countless mm-hmm. times through. Now it's only one time, and I'm good. Yeah. Even NFL prime time, they had to bring back the old guys to even make that matter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean? Chris Berman <laughs> sooner or later has to retire, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, does he have so to they, retire? No, Chris Berman has been dead for four years. It's just <laughs> a reanimated yeah. corpse that they keep putting in front of the fucking <laughs> camera. That's all that is. <laughs> God, we're gonna we're gonna get a severed head in the freaking mail from ESPN, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Because uh, one, the one of our forty-two listeners is gonna so. go, "Oh shit, I gotta tell ESPN about this," and then we're in trouble. Yeah, I hope so. Just because that would be a good oh shit. The top ten of the day used to be the best thing. Oh, you wait yes. to watch that. And now yeah. the best thing they have is the worst top ten because they're just showing shitty things. Right. Just, just to make would, you laugh. And that's yeah, horrible. Like, like you'd look at, like, number three. It's a crazy baseball, you know, someone robbing a home run way over the fence. That's, like, number three. And then number one you look at, it's, like, a soccer goal. <laughs> yeah. And it's, like, it wasn't even, like, it could, like oh, soccer. Because like, because it's it was one nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's yeah, exactly. That, that's the defense right there. In soccer, there is no scoring. So when there is one, it is. Should be yeah, and it's not even like a crazy ass goal. Like it's just a oh, he kicked it from a normal distance and he made it. <laughs> or the dog winning the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, the sprint. Yeah. yeah, that one sprint. Oh, nice little ball. scruffy. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Number one is little scruffy. He did a little dance. Fuck that. Oh, now he's humping the. Aren't those? The I mean, the aren't their names weird? So it'd be like not potty trained or something. Like that'd be the name of a dog. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's well, the, the horse racing example. That's the horse. That's racing not even that's Belmont. No, that's on NBC. So yeah. yeah. Nuts of gold takes the lead by a nose. <laughs> I like that name. Followed by not potty trained. <laughs> followed by not potty trained and holy shit! Comes in you got a big ass mouth in in the lead. Big ass mouth is disqualified. Uh, and honestly, uh, we've all seen RJ's dick and ass and over the years. Yeah, so actually, it's a pool party. So the bachelor party with the lesbians. Everybody saw everybody's dick that oh, day. Yeah. Oh yeah, boy! So you know what? I thought about that the other day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right. You at Ryan Station? So is this the beginning of the interview? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> 
I had to wake, wake Kenny up on my couch to get him to go to his own wedding. It was like about 2 o'clock. I was like, Kenny, you're supposed to be at church like 3, 3.30. What? Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this marriage is going to totally last. So, so wait, it was, go Ke- well. it was, it was Kenny with the lesbians? He was in the pool, too. I think. They were the neighbors. Yeah. We all got oh, pool at one point. Oh, it was, and then we all got no, bruises. And was it Poe that had a black eye? Poe had a black eye. I don't know how Joker and Poe got home because they were with me. And I had to work at 8 o'clock that morning, and I left your place at 7. Holy shit. I remember leaving way earlier. Because I remember it was the nakedness, and then there was the drinkingness, and then there was there was like wrestlingness. But there was some wrestling that went on because. That's what happens sometimes. And yeah. yeah. So, but but the question is, didn't uh, the woman that Kenny married at the time, didn't she end up like something like a lesbian or something? She was before that. Yeah. yeah. So, well, she had if you're confused the by the story. <laughs> Welcome to Pride Month. Well, she had an affair with the neighbor who was a guy and then turned around to be a lesbian shortly after that. Yeah. Right. She was just confused, obviously. Very confused. And, hey, or just greedy. Maybe she's just greedy. Sweetheart doll. Hey, Rita, if you're listening to this, you're awesome, though. Yeah. Oh, no. Love her dad. I'm just saying. It was just ironic. Just in case. Just in case. Cameron, that was the coolest thing. He had lesbians in his pool. Like, you got one in your bedroom, too, Mel. Wait, wait, what? Were you there the night she attacked Dawn at Valley Golf? No. Oh, yeah. It would have been big screen material, dog. Like, shit came off and everything? No, but, you know. Like, what? About what? You know, like a lot of. Dawn is RJ's wife. Yeah, Dawn, if you're listening to this, sorry. So did hey, you did Don's that... top come off? That's what no, I want to know. No, no. Okay, that sucks. But... Okay, that's like the only like three times that it never did come off. I'm just saying. <laughs> but again, you, you, RJ and his wife are very much freedom people. They love the freedom. Yeah, they do. We do. And, and sometimes it's we had to tell people like you're going to see you're yeah. seeing ding dongs and boobies tonight. <laughs> yep. If you're if you're on if you're going to party with RJ and Don, you're going to see ding dongs and boobies. Just get you to yeah. There's going to be tits yeah. and ass all over the place, and sometimes yeah. it's RJ. You see that mole on my... Okay, so... (laughs) Oh, you should probably get that checked. It looks bigger than it used to. It could be cancerous. So you never answered, why did she attack her? I don't don't know. Was this when we were playing ball over there? Yeah. It was like late night. They were drunk. Yeah, we had some bad nights over there. She's just like all over Dawn. And Dawn's like, what the hell was that about? Interesting. Valley was the one place I was so glad that it stopped because we never got into more scruffs fights just i mean i remember walking out in the parking lot with every one of us having a bat in our hand because we weren't sure exactly what was going to happen i leaped over a fence one time leaped over a fence when, when <laughs> Where? dude came after bobby kane somebody yeah. green valley bobby kane no like, uh valley oh, golf valley way out northeast yeah. boulevard and it was like it, it was, was the same league as everything but hmm. for some reason everybody was belligerent yeah, and really was. the story of rj hopping the fence we're jawing back and forth with this team and i wasn't even it was kenny mostly but for some reason this dude had it in for bobby kane so bobby kane's standing there at the dugout you know just have he actually has his arms on the fence the fence is, is low for the dugout <clears throat> there and it, so it's about probably four and a half five feet high and all of a sudden this out of left field yep. this dude comes flying in with his glove in his hand and whips it at bobby kane and starts yelling rj and kenny hop the fence faster than anybody else knows what the fuck's going on <laughs> i mean seriously I, I still to this day remember you guys hopping that fence <laughs> And grabbing that guy and shoving him to the ground. And Chris was on first, and I was coaching first. And I looked at Chris. I go, do you have any idea what's going on? He goes, nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
shit. Looks like high school Ron came up. <laughs> there he is. That might have been junior high Ron beating up on people. Yeah, it was it was the craziest. And then it, come to find out, it was that one guy against our whole team because his team goes, nah, you guys can whoop his ass. <laughs> <laughs> come on, guys, help me out now. We're good. It was crazy. Yeah, that was a fun yeah. night. All right, so that was the best <laughs> lead-in we've had to an interview <laughs> <laughs> ever. There, there was a little alcohol involved. No, no, uh, come on. No. We never drank to play softball. No. It's all about the game. Okay, for God, for the love of the game. That's <laughs> all it was ever. So, uh, speaking of the love of the game, you know, RJ, dude, I've been really impressed being able to watch you through the years, doing what you've done. You know, you played. We played softball together and everything. And you know, Bear's going to do his wonderful rundown after he's done stuffing his face with this freaking tacos that they didn't buy for oh, you. Hey, sorry, can you hear that? I'm Wait, not that? bitter about it, motherfuckers. But whatever. Oh, bro, can you, you hear that? Yours are on the way. They'll be there by like, ten or eleven. Just stay up. Oh, okay. All right, I'm good for that. We got a little uh, bio that we like to do for our guests. And go ahead, Bear. Okay, so RJ played some high school ball through junior year. Decided that partying was partying was a lot better than playing ball or going to school or whatever he was doing at the time. We'll go over that a little bit more. <laughs> he was a starter at the at sophomore and junior, but had a bad attitude. And then decided he's done playing. Started coaching kids about 26 years ago. And I believe that puts it at about 1995. He's coached anything up from T-ball to high school to Danport West. Now, for all those out there that are going, so what's special about this guy? You'll find out in a little bit because I'm, I'm super impressed with some of the accolades he's gotten from a guy who really didn't play a whole lot of high school ball. Coached mostly boys. He had two years of coaching with his daughter. I apologize for that. That sucks ass. Well, okay, what were the two years real quick? Uh, how old was she? God, it was teens or late. Okay, there, that's enough. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah, up until that's like funny. 13, they're fine. And then after that, ooh. They were doing hair in the dugout. It was it was crazy. Yeah. I couldn't do it. They're braiding Ron's back here and he's like, fucking stop it! <laughs> so the one one of the big things that RJ did for this area, no matter who you are, the future Falcons program and Ryan played against these guys back when he was a hitman and they were, we shelled them. I mean, we, we took probably their second best player off their team because he's like, I, you know, first we knew him, he liked us, he wanted to come play for us, but the other is because why play here? We're pitching the same pitcher every weekend, we're pitching, every, you know, everybody's playing the same position, you know, screw this. So it was a group that was in a lot of trouble. And RJ stepped up and revived this program for them, which probably led into the coaching in high school and stuff, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. And the last part about RJ is he was ready for baseball retirement, much like me, which I can really appreciate. <laughs> Relaxing, camping, fishing, which I've seen him on Facebook. Nice camper. Looks like what you're doing is awesome. And then the grandchildren came along, and I assume <laughs> they're taking up <laughs> a little bit of time. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I got Yeah. Oof. Fair enough. So that's his background. Oh, how many yeah, yeah. grandchildren? And kids, I got four. I got four, four 11, 11, 8, 7, and two. 11, and uh, eight, 11's seven, a girl, two. the others three. How boys. many kids did you say you had? Three. Three, okay. And uh, which ones are you coaching? Or are you coaching right now? I'm just coaching the seven-year-old. Seven-year-old, okay. okay. Yeah, no, and that's the thing, too. And being that, again, I always have to talk, I try to brag about how I'm the talent. But, you know, I was in Quad Cities and being a sports reporter. So, you know, I knew what teams were, were decent and everything in high school. And when your school is trying to get Daniel Barber to be your best player, <laughs> you know you got problems. <laughs> fucked up on so many levels. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't put that. I thought of that earlier. I didn't want to put it in here because I wanted I wanted you guys to hear it right from there. <laughs> no, no, like, the damn, it really was. The program was was low. I mean, when Davenport Central is getting their two wins a year against Davenport West because they weren't that good, and I knew when they That's were good before because I played with uh, uh, Kurt Hankel. <laughs> 
and uh, and his brother, who was they were good, they were good ball players from the West, and they had good teams in the late '80s, early '90s, and stuff like that. So you know, I knew enough about them then too. But then when I covered sports, they were just not the greatest. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, no. And, and to be honest with you, that when he told me back in the day that he was with the Falcons, I I was a dick. I, to be honest with you, I mean, I mean not to your face, and I didn't do it behind your back. I kind of did it to the side. I just I, well because Brian. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes, again, because Ryan was playing Hitman at the time, and they were Which elite. Side left or right? That team was elite. It, <laughs> right. was, it was, I mean, like, we couldn't stay in the quad cities to have competition. Mm-hmm. We had to travel. And Falcons was part of that competition. When you said that you were in that program, I'm like, well, good luck with that, you know, type thing. You know, like, kind of snick, not snicker, oh, but like, kind of going, the fuck are you thinking, RJ? Right, <laughs> I mean, right. but I'm not going to sit there and bash them in front of you, too. Right. And so for you to go into that and, and create that the level that they are yeah. now at is unbelievable. And yeah feeds them right into West High School. It's awesome, man. I mean, it's it's cool shit. Um, It did turn around. It just took a lot of... A lot. A lot. It well, take a lot. Let's start with yeah. when you were playing ball. Back in the day when we were at high school, Rod. What position did you um, play? Usually shortstop and pitcher. Okay. Growing up, did, but once I got to high school, we had uh, Dan Ladehoff at shortstop, so I had to move over. That's when I found That's out. when the attitude came? That's when I found, yes. That's when I found out about, oh, you moved to the next level, you're not necessarily the best? Hey, yeah. Because <laughs> I had been best, 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 best. Oh, shit, Dan Ladehoff. Because yeah. he went on to play, I think, in Kansas. But great kid. Great, just stud. So I moved over to second base, and then. Yeah, bad attitude started. Did you, ever, did you ever look back to that and go, man, if the two of us could yes. have played together through yes. senior year? Tons, because actually, you know, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of regret, but yeah, I'm good. Well, anyway. you, well, you're making up for it too as a coach. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's been sixty yeah. years for and you. Guys. It, it, now, I'll be, <laughs> with you. I'll be honest with you, it teaches you as a coach what to look for. For sure, because now mm-hmm. I'll look for that and I'll try yeah. to say, hey, this is what you're going to end up if you want to mm-hmm. keep that bad attitude. Yep, this is what you can be if you change that stuff around. So yeah, for it, sure, it kind of you know, my mom and dad don't watch this, but I didn't have the best parental involvement either. So so if, if they don't have that, I try to be. The go mentor. above and beyond for yeah. those kids yeah. as well. Yeah. And it's, you no, know, we feel you. Barry and I do have done that plenty. Yeah. Just a little more yeah. to make it worth them coming to the ball field. This is why I was excited about bringing you in because I feel that way with the kids I coach on his team. That they uh, Not to be a dick, and I don't even care if they listen to it, but one of our one of the kids on the team, when he got his girlfriend pregnant, I was the one he first told. He sat in my basement. We talked for three hours. Mm-hmm. The mentorship. That's right. what it's about. You know what I mean? Where it's on the field and off the field. Bringing yeah. them an extra set of parents if they need it. Not, not to say that you you have to or they have to become right. but it, it's just that extra because like it like I said earlier it's really about life it's just yeah, yeah. everything you teach in baseball really is about life you everything. teach failure you teach for sure baseball's perfect for it yeah. basketball and football too but baseball not like baseball. really perfect because you fail more you're than gonna you fail more than you it, which is life yep, yep. you're fail just gonna get kicked in the nuts more than you're gonna get that little nice little and you, you know, celebrate star. the su- you success in baseball and, and that's you what you should do with the, the life you yeah. just do them for sure and I think if kids played more baseball, I think they would, I yeah. agree. They would see it. That's a, it's a great point. Baseball it brings you the failures. It brings you some wins. And at the same time, it brings you also individual failures and team failures, mm-hmm. individual wins and team wins more yep. than any other sport out there. Yeah, It's life, isn't it? I mean, it really, yes. I've always thought that. It's like, man. That's cool. But I, that's I, a and, great perspective. Yeah, and, and it really, football is close to it, but no other sport, ha- you have to have that full trust factor all over that field. And, yeah. And, yeah. And then well, it has, but it, it also has to be in the dugout, too. They have 
have to trust the coach. They have to trust the pitcher to the catcher, and then then they have to trust their fielders. Yeah, and the, and the reason I, I like baseball is a better analogy. No offense to what you said, Ope, is because, you know, naming. Oh, no, I think base, that's why baseball is the best. No, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, because naming 10 offensive linemen. From an individual standpoint, baseball is far and above anything else because you can't name 10 offensive linemen. You could probably name me 10 center fielders. Yeah. You know, just being a sports fan, not even being a baseball or football fan. But. Well, even the kids that ride the bench, even taking it that far, they have to know what they're going to do. If they want to play that sport, they got to know that they got to dig mm-hmm. harder than that other kid. Yeah. He might be better than me, talent-wise, but I'm going to put more work. I'm going to put... Yeah. Which is life. Because the coaches see yeah, that. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. you know, if little dickhead, you know, Harry over there is doing a lot more work than me on the computer. <laughs> Harry oh, dickhead? Fuck, I got to fucking dickhead. beat it. When Harry, when Harry dickhead's doing something. <laughs> Did I say Harry dickhead? <laughs> well, you said dickhead Harry. Harry testicles. We're, we're thinking well, you said anyway. dickhead, com, dickhead <laughs> comma yeah, Harry. Edit that out. <laughs> Well, That's gold. I mean. Sadly, there's a kid named Harry on day. He's coaching now. Yeah. I'm going, oh, fuck. He bought me lunch back then. I was... <laughs> but, so, but you know what I mean, though? It's like that teaches even that kid. It yeah. even goes that deep. Yeah. Like, okay, do I want to play this game? You know, a lot of them fall by the wayside. They do. But some of them, like, no. And I had one kid in particular, and he did, and he did, he did, he did. And now he's at, oh, just graduating Iowa. Going to be, he's just going big places. That's because awesome. he just dug and dug and so dug. So learned Just that. to be good at baseball. So, but so he took that into life. Exactly. Nice. And now the kid's an amazing. I mean, he is, he got all these scholarships that, when he was at North, and he's just going places, big that's, places. Cool. That's great, man. And it's, it's, it's like it taught him that. Okay, it might not be the best, but and uh, honestly, his high school career was better than some of the studs that I had. Yeah, because they fell by the wayside or, or did they, whatever. They and, knew that they were going to walk their way through it, and then exactly, hit, life he just hit worked him. and worked. Yep. And, there was always a kid that can I say after hit some, you know, that yep. kid. We hit me some young under. That kid and those are the ones you want to coach. Those are the ones you want to play hundred percent. Yeah, because yeah, you know they're gonna. They're just. It's a different level. Yeah, that's it's cool. And I'll use my my nephew that I'm coaching right now, Owen. He's a great example. At nine years old, okay, this is sad. By the way, at nine years old, he wasn't getting playing time. And what I mean by that is sitting all tournament at nine years old. Okay, put that in perspective. Fuck that noise. Anyway, those <laughs> okay. coaches are no longer around. Well, Jeff, my brother and I talked about it. I went to three games that year. I'm at one. I'm complaining out loud in front of parents. Mm-hmm. He's nine. Everybody no, you're not loud. Yeah, believe it or not, no. I'm being a dick. Just like, dude, you probably need to go. And I'm like, no, fuck that noise. You know, <laughs> I, I just, you know, I, I've coached it. I, I said we will not take a kid. We won't play all the way through 14. All the way. Through. Now you play your better players at 13 and 14. Don't get me wrong, but right. at nine, the kids need to go on the field. He wasn't playing because he was struggling. I get it. So my brother goes to Owen, my nephew, and says, "Okay, you got two choices. I can go complain to the coaches and raise hell and get you on the field by that, or do you want to become a better player?" And Owen took two seconds and said, make me a better player, Dad. And so I got a phone call later on that night because I had left before all that went down. And he said, can you work with him? I said, sure. And within three weeks, the kid was a starter because he's hitting bo- because he's so big and strong. He's just hitting bobs. He just, his swing was just so all fucked up. Right. But for a nine-year-old kid to sit there and say, hey, I just want to be a better player. Mm-hmm. That is the kid you want to coach. Cool. Is it not? Cool. And they're always going to want something more in life. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to settle like a lot of, yeah. unfortunately, right. a lot of kids do. Yeah. Once they get to that point. So. Yep. So. Interesting. So you're, uh, you're 48. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you have something to go with that? Yeah. I'm okay. a member of the Bad Attitude Club. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
So what <laughs> type what type of bad attitude was it? Because like for me personally, it was I was too hard on myself that I would get pissed off and I'd mope and whine in the dugout. I'd be pissed off at a teammate or something, you know. Or was it one of those or both or was it completely different? More pissed off at the situation, I guess. Because like I said, I was always the best, 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 and finally it caught up to me. And I was like, but I was always the one that wanted to, you know, had a car. It was like, you know, people were sticking around, throwing extra bullpens, throwing, you know, hitting mm-hmm. on tee. And Ron was like, gotta go, you know. <laughs> and, I'm out. And if you're not already the best, you just met your peers. Well, that wasn't going to work. So they're going to obviously pass me. Even the kids that didn't want to pass me passed me. Yeah. I mean, mentally wise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had tons of talent, but it was by then ship had sealed. For sure. I, I had already picked what I wanted to do. And yeah, for sure. Doing it. <laughs> hey, he picked up his beer, it, by the way. Doing it well. <laughs> but but it, it's unfortunate. Do I if I could redo it? Hell yes. But you don't get a redo on that. So, so you, you live so, with it. But so then you take it to the coaching and the mentorship. Yeah. Yes. So that they can learn. From so your... they know. It, I don't give it. I tell my stars all the time. I don't care what you think you can do, especially coaching the younger kids when I first started. It's like, oh, you're the best now, huh? Once you get to high school, there's six short stops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Them. Exactly. Right. That, and that, one of them might be the coach's kid. That, yeah. that might <laughs> Yeah. No, he really actually Ryan's a member of that club, too. That's the club Ryan's in. Yeah, Yeah. but he didn't put me at shortstop. Nah, (laughs) sure. Ryan actually played second because he he didn't have a great super-duper arm. Yeah. But he was always great with the gloves. He really was. And then Michael? Yeah. Yeah. And then his curveball was amazing. Even in high school, his curveball was I remember you playing. He could play the hell out of second base. Yeah, he really could. And he was so cerebral. Probably from Always watching me play baseball. Drilled. I watch baseball all the time. Yeah. Well, and he was at softball diamonds once in a while, right. and that, that helps. I mean, that's exactly. how you see the game, how the know. game's played. Right. I mean, he do the fake throw and just different stuff that you just like you tag people out, and Don's like, "How the hell do you know that?" I was like, "I don't know." Student yeah. of the game because <laughs> yeah. I didn't teach him that shit. Because he's smart. <laughs> but, Wicked smart. Yeah. So, sir, so you're forty? Are you forty-eight or forty-nine? 48. Okay, and you said you've been doing this 26 years. 48, 49. Am I 49? Fuck out. I don't know, but that <laughs> that puts you really, really young when you first start coaching. I mean, actually, and I was going to elaborate on that, 26 seasons, yes. But I did, probably, I was probably been coaching 23 years. There's years I did double seasons with Okay, 26 Bria. seasons. Yes. Okay, got you. Bria, I coached the... Yeah, just, that's still uh, in your twenties, though. You're still talking about you're in your early, yeah, you know, your soon as, I, as soon as I could, I was in. Okay, so and what was your was favorite age group to coach for boys? I won't talk about the girls because I was teen years and life sucks. But um, for boys, what was your? I mean, because you he okay for everybody knows he went from t-ball all the way up to high school. I said it earlier, but mm-hmm. you know, just so everybody knows, that's a pretty big range. Mm-hmm. That's a huge range. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. T-ball, you're probably five six. Probably. 12 because yeah. there's still a little bit of innocence but yet they're starting to get really competitive you know what i mean and after 13 after 12 you get 13 for now it's become competitive now there's so many outside things drawing him in a lot of different influences out yeah, there yeah so they, all like, of a sudden they found their penis so women are <laughs> right yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah um but going back to the younger ones that's why he's not laughing going back to the younger ones now it, it's tough. I ain't gonna lie, because it's. I went from what, people and you're doing what driving right to now? practice. You're doing back to coach fish now. No, seven year olds. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good God. <laughs> went from oh my kids God. going because two years ago I did the t ball with him at first. So literally, I went from high school where kids are driving to practice, we're going on right. buses everywhere. Right. 
literally took his being picked up in car seats. And yeah, that's that is insane. I didn't. Oh mind, shit! I didn't think about that. I didn't yeah. mind growing. <laughs> you you can grow with it, and that's great. Because each year you're just like, okay, I'm gonna institute this drill. I'm gonna institute this way of thinking. I'm gonna institute this. Okay, you get to the you know this plateau, and it's like, oh shit! Uh-huh. Now I gotta cut it back down. Do we work on cutoffs? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, you know you're what seven. Hit your fucking <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? It changes your way of thinking. You're like, it's T ball, and RJ's down there giving them the button sign. They're going, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Do you not know what hit and run means? Yeah, right. Stupid kids. And it, it sucks. And I've talked to my coaches tons uh, two years ago, and then obviously we had the COVID off year, but and then this year. I was like, I don't know that I can do this because it's, it's tougher than you think. Yeah. Oh, you for don't, sure. I mean, you're like, choke How up hard on the can bat. I be on this kid? Choke up on the bat. Simple, right? We all know what to do. They have no idea. They're all like, huh? What? They're like, squeeze them. So I was talking about the bat until I I mean, they. When like oh, T-ball. Like, it's just so much My experience work. watching, every, every kid is, you, you get to second base, you're putting dirt in your helmet and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> you, yeah. you went from high school where everyone yeah. is all good to go. You know, you just kind of have to pay attention to like, right. you know, make the lineup, make sure everyone's doing their drills, right. stretching, all that stuff to T-ball. Don't put that dirt in your helmet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in high school, the dirtiest kid's the one you want. And T-ball yeah, yeah. is like, you little fucker. Yeah, right. yeah. Amen. Yeah. Said it good. It really is. Once you get to your plateau, it's really i found it's tough to go down but i was very intense i mean i was you know i was i like to work at that age yeah and now i gotta come back down to where i'm just like supposed to be super yeah. calm and it's be like, fun right yeah. like so. oh you know what barry <laughs> i can oh, yeah, no dude it's hard it's hard to go and watch baseball and softball like even for me watching college softball too you know even though it's more more competitive i don't know how to be a fan these people are like yay go get them and i'm like you're dropping your hands <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. I just, just and i and i like we went to t-ball a couple years ago and uh, i pulled our friend's grandson aside and i'm like he's like i was a good swing he goes i didn't hit a far i'm like do you want to hit it far he's like yeah and i said watch the watch your keep your head down just watch your when you swing watch, look at the tee and just swing all the way through and he he, he hit one over the pitcher's head and it almost hit the second base and then he, he did it. of course he looked at me like what do i do now i'm like run run <laughs> yeah. it's just one of those things it's hard to just not pull somebody right. aside and just say hey i see what you're doing do you want it to be better you know do this this, but yeah it's like you said that plateau is it's so hard to come off of that yep. yeah you got parents yelling elbow up elbow up oh god so kids oh, going up jacked up. Yeah. i want to take their elbows and smack them with i it. know i'm <laughs> like no it's not elbow up it's hands back hands back yeah. see that relax that, your that elbows. automatically drives yeah, your that, elbow up. that brings your elbow up <laughs> you got kids coming up and their grandpa Grant, oh, that's what it is. It's right. a that's what it is. Yeah, it's, it's like a pet peeve. Like it's not. Oh, yeah. you know, well, they had your kid yeah. hit like this. I, uh, who? I did at your house or maybe Grandpa's house. He, there's like a picture of Grandpa playing Little League and then Bear playing Little League and then me playing Little League. And the difference in like the stance. Yeah, my dad's and, you know, elbow was above yeah. his head. His elbow is yeah. way up here. Yours is a little lower, <laughs> but it's like about shoulder right here. Right. And then yeah. Ryan's it just, got to me, and it's like yeah, just I had like the V going on, you know. Right. Yeah. Back then, it was that was about, it was about was the power V. Right. The power yeah. V. So, I know yep. it's changed a little bit, but yeah, that was 
It's, it's, a, it's a whole lot. Uh, that's why I have these. For this, the worst. That's why I have this lotion here. The power that's V. It's it's a power v. Yeah, this is the power <laughs> V right here. This lotion. Yes. And Obviously, you know, coaching and everything, You just listening to you talk, you do your research. You look at stuff. And, you know, you've you've seen how other coaches do things and different things. But, like, for you, who were, like, people that – and it could be anybody you know or don't know and just admire. Who were the biggest influence for you as a coach? That's a good one. Um, actually, this actually goes back to Little League for the most part with a couple of Little League coaches that were just amazing. They you know, really believed in me and really just said I was actually taught knowledge for the first time instead of actually couple, learning the game um, itself. Yeah, Jim Yetter was definitely one. Dan Allison, definitely one. And then the other one was my football coach in eighth grade, J.B. Young. And he just taught me toughness. He just taught mm-hmm. me. He just taught me. You know, I was a quarterback. We were playing uh, after practice. We were playing some. I gotta be clinically correct on this. Smear the guy with the ball. <laughs> yeah. no, no. I have now come up with a good political oh, correctness to describe that the game. No. Yeah, the opposing, yeah. the opposing quarterback or the I smear the LGBTQ plus my person at the time. <laughs> snapped him so he could start the next game. That's well, not even good either, Ryan. Don't. That's even worse. That's just, what? Uh, smear the tackle the guy with the ball. It's it's politically correct. It's Pride Month. So That's it's, not it's proud. You're the I'm LGBTQ proud you. plus person. <laughs> plus is the plus is. Why'd you make him say it again? <laughs> We're getting canceled. That's classic. That's classic. <laughs> Cancel culture where they can come out after somebody's got 40 listeners. We'll have 43 <laughs> with yeah. RJ's family. But anyway. But he, um, after the post, or the. My second string quarterback came in, did that to me, just so he could start. The head coach called me at home because I stayed home because my glasses were snapped in half. Mm-hmm. He goes, why are you at home? I was like, well, my glasses are snapped in half. He goes, bring him in here. I'll get those things taped because we had a we ended up winning oh, the city shit. championship. He brought him in. That dude taped the shit out of these things, which they look like freaking Waldo. But I was gonna say, he you goes, like you a- were playing the next game. <laughs> you look like a fifties. Yeah, uh, I did, Buddy <laughs> Holly. Yeah. I yeah, rocked yeah. it. There you go. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he just taught me toughness. He just taught me. You know, basically, don't let your teammates down. Just, just uh, that. No, that's that's good. That's yeah. good. It's, it's you know what I mean. And he, it's I, not, I've always thought it, a lot of that guy. Yeah, and it doesn't always have to be uh, people who are you know wondering about their kids and stuff or athletes. And it is oh, sometimes it's not the athlete. Sometimes it's just somebody who teaches them how to to look at life in a good perspective and to understand it and accept it. And then they're like, "Man, I get this shit now." You know, you talk, you know, because you, I mean, you love baseball, and but one of your biggest influences is a guy who taught you how to just play football, play it right, and and just have that internal toughness. Mm-hmm. Tell me a lot, a lot about life right then. Yeah. I was, I was like, shit, why are you calling me at home? I'm just a kid. Yeah, right, right. Football. You know, <laughs> yeah. He, shit. he gave a shit, so that made me give a shit. Right. Mm-hmm. Give a shit. I guess if you give. Um, <laughs> well, you gave. And, gave <laughs> you, know. you did give it. Yeah. What about Whitey Herzog? What about Whitey Herzog? Is he one of your heroes? Of course. I mean, he taught <laughs> all the original way, right? Should be the right way to play. <laughs> I, Randy's ears are getting red. I love it. I'm not saying anything. Whitey Herzog he was really the shit, did. but he'd still be the Cardinals coach if he was alive. So, I mean. <laughs> he, he, I thought that was a Whitey's flavor. <laughs> really, he's like a Whitey's Herzog chick. <laughs> I think we, as baseball guys, you got to admit, you'd much rather be back in those days when it was first and second, no out, you bunt. Yes. You know, 100%. Come on. 100%. I mean, this is like. Yep. This is the like, long ball. This is Honestly. no brainer. No, I'm now with you. It's like looking All for right. the. Agreed. That's actually why. And not to, I don't want to turn tides what we're talking about because I have a couple other questions about it, but that's actually why one of the things I like about watching the Cubs right now, they've gone to small ball. 
Mm-hmm. They've actually changed their persona. With changed them, their approach. Except for a few guys. Contact, less strikeouts, small ball, stuff like that. They still aren't a good baseball team. they got a little bit, a lot of work to do. They still but, lead the league in strikeouts, but whatever. Uh, well, it, actually, Not no, the no they don't. They're behind the White Sox. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. The, the Yerminator. Yeah. I mean, but they, it's oh. a better approach. But I agree. <laughs> that old school approach wins more games than the long ball game. It, I, in my opinion, because anybody who can hit the ball at the park can also go into a slump. Well, that's why. You don't slump with a bunt. That's why you don't. I mean, today's, you just you're going to put it down. People are going to move. That's why today's game is if you have a solid pitching staff, you are you have the better chance to win a World yeah. Series because yeah, it's especially this year. Less contact and more strikeouts. Well, yeah, I heard a stat that it wasn't that long ago that King Griffey Jr. You know, was really a stud in baseball. You know, really wasn't that long ago, and the average hitter was hitting two seventy eight then. And now it's in the two thirties. Yeah, yeah. So it it's it's less than a generation ago that it really is. Hit, that's forty points of average. That's that's just not. I mean, so how do you, how do you keep a job doing that? Yeah, exactly. That's a great. So, point. I mean, yeah, take, so, somebody, take somebody you like to watch and add them to I agree with 60 you. hits. That's man. a great point. Great yeah. point. Yeah, and, that, and that's that's what you know. guys like you, I, I I think, are doing that. You're teaching them contact is better than launch angle. Griffey's <laughs> last year. Yeah. yeah and so, so that was not that launch angle, launch angle is important. You know, there's some importance to that, of course. But if you can make contact, you're going to make things happen. And you put the ball in play and all those things. And that, you know, and that's, that's kind of why I did bring up Whitey Herzog because he was – he was a guy who wanted you to put the ball in play, make the other defense play, and put exactly. the pressure on them. And I, I've, I always liked Whitey Herzog for that too. Um, yeah, my dad actually was one of those guys that really liked him, and so I, I know actually, sadly enough, more than I should about a Cardinals coach. But <laughs> yeah, but, but it was baseball then. I think. Yeah. I, at the high school level, that's what we. You know, I've been out three years now, but I hope I guarantee you that we're still teaching that first and second. I mean, this is simple, simple shit, you know, and that's just how you do it. It's just. no, I'm with you, dude. Our, our first tournament of the year with the A's team I'm coaching, and we had 18 outs, and Ryan contested this before his surgery, 15 strikeouts in 18 Ooh. outs. Mm-hmm. And our second game was like out of because we got ten runs. It was no, we won. But okay, out of the eighteen outs and the fifteen strikeouts, we won that game. And then, <laughs> yeah, we did. So, so, and then the next game we got ten run. So it was like fifteen outs or four or twelve outs, and we had over ten strikeouts again. I don't remember exactly the correlation. When the, my post game speech was because I went and grabbed the book and I said, "Look at this." I said, I know you guys have never been taught this, but strikeouts are bad. We have to start putting the ball in play. I mean, that was my whole speech afterwards about, mm-hmm. let's just get the ball in play. And now we're maybe get three strikeouts a game. Mm-hmm. We're starting to win games it's pretty now. Rare now. Yes, it's, it's just, I mean, it's no just. No kids shorten up. No, I mean, exactly right. We 100%. see the kids shorten up. Yeah, they never know what that's about. Just, it's just like, make contact. Now, okay, you had your two great swings. Great. Right, yes. Woo-woo. Now, shorten up and just yep. slap it somewhere. Yep. I don't give a shit where. That's well, the, I, I think after that tournament, I was talking about one of the best hitters in the game right now, Joey Votto, because he's he's a guy that Definitely. two strikes, he chokes up on chokes the bat. Up on the bat. He, does it, he, mm-hmm. he knows it's not going to be a, a strike that he wants. He just jabs yep. at it. He knows it's right. going to be close. That yeah. little fucker ain't even fast, but he Dude, knows at least, to be. at least he put it in play. Yeah. At least he don't have to go back to the dugout going, yeah. you know, how does this even happen? No outs, guy at third, lead right. off triple, and yes. you don't score yes. him. Yes. Exactly. These are fundamental losses. This, was, lost. this is really where awesome. from 
after the 2016 Cubs where the failure came in, 2017 mm-hmm. and now, was leadoff double, he ends up at second base the rest of the time. Fucking put the ball and play to the right side, move him over, next ball goes in the air somewhere, we score mm-hmm. a run, right. right? It's one automatic yeah. run, yeah. and we couldn't do it. And it's what we, I, I, I'm not preaching at the 12-year-old level is, just put the ball in play and make something happen. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Because especially at a younger age. age, because you just never know. But well, at the high school really level, we age. did. We're like, at, okay, you get two strikes. Okay, you had your, like I said, your swings, and like you're yeah. saying. Okay, now at least put it in play. But you know, especially if you got a guy at second, whatever, yeah. kick it to the right side. It's That's simple. Right. Just okay, just poke it. Yeah. If you can. Oh. Well, sometimes it's if you poke at it off the barrel, it'll make its way to the outfield. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, now it's baseball, so chances are less than 30% of time it's going to, but I'll take the 25% odds. Mm-hmm. And we got wheels. Maybe you'll be out. And I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> I have never seen a strikeout make it to the outfield. Nah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to put the ball in play to get well, it. Well, I don't know. <laughs> drop, okay. third, drop third strike, and he, the yeah. catcher throws it to yeah. the outfield. <laughs> <laughs> you leave the Pirates out of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm not even talking about that. Play. Ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I just was talking about the shift and. And how, uh, you know, and I watch Cubs games, uh, J.D. and Boog, they're the, the announcers or the commentators for the Cubs games, and they were talking about how the shift works on a high percentage of batters and stuff like that. Should What, what should be changed to increase batting average and on-base percentage? Should they get rid of the shift like they did in the minors? What type of things need to happen and i was thinking like what we were just talking about the two strike approach you should do that every at bat it doesn't matter you do that more with two strikes but if you're looking to just get on base take that two strike approach and hit it the other way if they're doing the shift on you 100 percent. i mean because how does that correlate how do you get that into the game it's what you're doing coaching you know coaching at a young level and kind of teaching the batting average matters i guess right for one being on base makes you more valuable Exactly. Um, but I totally agree. Why these guys with two strikes? And I know a bunt third strike is still an out, but Jesus. Most of the time, you don't have to do anything with it. Just, <laughs> yeah. just hit it somewhere down there. But totally agree. Couldn't agree more. I think it's a loss. Because now, if you got two strikes and there's a shift, now they've even shifted even harder. Uh-huh, yeah. So now your odds of hitting... That is probably less than a bunt third strike, is it? Probably not. I right. think. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. just just bunt, but that's what I was gonna mention earlier too. The bunt is a lost art. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. High school kids don't even know how to bunt. Hey, dude, we had to teach them how to bunt. Fuck it's that ridiculous. bunt. Just so you know, I, I had Dan a twelve year old in the fall when, when I started a bunt station. He comes up to me and goes, "Coach, I don't bunt." Yeah. He t- he's twelve. Well, <laughs> he said, "I don't bunt." I, I said, don't bunt. I said, "What do you mean you don't bunt?" He goes, "I hit bombs. I don't bunt." <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, you're going to go through my station. You're going to do your thing. <laughs> so then we watch him during fall ball and playing and stuff like that. I said, hey, buddy. I'm not going to say his name. Hey, buddy. You're going to bunt when I tell you to bunt. <laughs> you, don't just, you don't hit bombs. Like, right. You know what I mean? It's just, he just, just like you said, never been tough. Hey, nah, these kids knew pepper. It's even worse in high school. Yeah. In that video game, he was hitting a bunch of homers. Sorry, I mean, no, no, you're right. That was a good yep. freaking mention, Pepper. Pepper's that so taught you ball, back yeah. control. Right. Yeah. Everything. We yeah. played We played bunt. Or, we played Pepper in the winter time, and it almost took like the very first time. A couple of kids went up there swinging. Yeah, oh I was god, like, yeah. <laughs> One of them was my dumbass nephew. By yeah, the way, like I said, he hit. Well, at the pop. time, at the time, he had a cast on. Didn't Meat. He? No, not that time. Not that time. No, he. Well, it happened oh, yeah. twice since we've been coaching him. So the kids always got <laughs> cast on. So yeah. one of the things I wanted to really focus on, you know, we got went into the pros and the different 
nuances and stuff like that. I really want to focus on your revival of the future Falcons like we talked about and with your rise to high school level of coaching. And the reason that I want to go that is because in my opinion, my what I've seen with people who are high school coaches is that it's not a normal situation because most high school coaches I know are in this area are really the good old boy club that means that they were the high school star, they went to college of the, you know, with dreams of going pro, but their actual trajectory really wasn't going to be that. So now they just want to coach high school because they're they're getting their good old days back by doing so. So how did you get to that? I mean, I'm going to call it a historic rise because it really is. I mean, you're, you, you didn't play as a senior. Yeah, so, to get to coach high school without playing throughout your varsity level is, is is amazing to me. That is, it was a great job opening happened to get me in the door, and I think the interview went really well because just how I teach and I think the AD for one. Actually, I know the AD liked me a lot because oh, you were part of the boys club. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no this hey, okay, is, cut this out. Cut this out. It's not cool anymore. No, no, no. Go after. <laughs> Well, we did run into a bar later. Yeah, it was my choice. He goes, you might have had the job. I was like, really? He goes, yeah. He goes, your philosophy of coaching matched what I wanted to see. He goes, but there was a guy ahead of me. I think he went through the system or something. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Those are the guys. He kind of leapfrogged me a bit, which is fine. I mean, I had no regrets. And then the varsity coach at the time, he emailed me because he knew I ran the Future Falcons. He knew what we had done. And because I emailed him after every tournament, you know, first, second, you know, third, whatever. And uh, he goes, hey, can I offer you a job at least on the staff? Let's get on the staff, and because he, he was at the interview too, and uh, yeah. that's how it transpired, and then just took off from there. And you, you hopped, skipped, and jumped over freshman to sophomore level, though. Yes, nice, true. true. So you decided to stop coaching. What, what was that decision for? Oh, uh, I'm not going to go on that. Okay, so <laughs> that's fair. So what's your? It, it was nothing. It was nothing performance wise. It was just something personal. No, that's fine. That's nope. fine. So nope. what's your? What was your secret? What 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 was the philosophies they liked so much from you then? I think. Because I taught the game. Because when I started practice, I'll do drills where every drill matters for the end of practice. And you probably do too. I don't just drill and then at the end of practice we do whatever. I do want, a scrimmage oh, or something, yeah. Yeah, I want these drills. So at the end I can say, okay, now we put all these drills together. That's what you learned. And they're like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Like, makes yeah. sense, don't it? I go, you know, if we're doing cutoffs, I want to do this cutoff drill, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to do footwork, I want to do this, this, this. At the end, oh God, now it makes sense. Coach is teaching me drop steps or, mm-hmm. you know, catching the ball the right way or... Yeah, uh, yeah. It's simple. I always had an ending game. Which they hope... I was going to say, how how many times did you and Ryan just get frustrated with a freaking just trying to do a line of throwing the ball and, and a cutoff, and they're just catching it and turning the wrong way and everything? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It happened exactly. often early on. For sure. in, in that second, how many times does that matter? Yeah. Tons. Tons. Oh, yeah. Tons. Every, it's not even close. Every play can be involved yeah. that way. I mean, every, every extra step you give a runner is – is just you shouldn't be given that at all. That's good. That's good. That's nice. But I think that's what impressed him. I never sat down and asked, but he did admit. He goes, if I would have had my choice. But nice. maybe it was the silver beers too. Who knows? Just because I got a ran into him. It was at a bar, and he goes, "Man, if I had my choice." No, that's that's cool. It's your foot in the door, though. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a great six seasons, or whatever it was, and it really was. That's how long was you coached yeah. high school. 
It was great. It was great. There's that, was Michael there at back. that time, or was it after? Yeah. Okay. And actually... That had been fun, too, though. Actually, funny <laughs> story, though. Funny well, yeah, story Michael though. probably didn't like it. But yeah. <laughs> no, because he, he actually... Because he played so much, and I can't yeah. take that away. That you know, he there was times that he was playing more because we did little league and travel, little league travel, little league travel. So there was times he's playing a lot more than child kids, or I mean, he was yeah. playing in ninety games a season. That's a lot. So he had summer stole a lot. Yeah, summer stole a lot. So he went all the way to junior year. His senior year, he um, stopped playing. They went to state that year. Was, it, was, <laughs> was, kind of was he high school Michael? Like you were high school Ron? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. All right. Not as bad <laughs> not, as you, not quite as a bull, No, he wasn't like, yeah, he went. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he partied a little bit. When he was with me on the sophomores, you know, he wasn't working hard. He wasn't. Uh, and I'm not that guy that, you know, if, if you don't deserve it, you just get it. So I never, ever once... The other guy was starting harder or playing harder. Hard, working harder. So you, yeah. you're leaving early, go steak and shake. This kid's staying behind. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think that start is yeah. where he kind of like me. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, what the hell ever? Yeah. <laughs> now, was he part of the Little League World Series group? No. At one time? No. He was just Falcons, right? Yeah, Falcons okay. and his Little League. But Okay, he did do Little League, but yeah, wasn't that group. Okay, interesting. It was fun. It was fun teaching, coaching him at that level, but it just sucked that I couldn't have put him, you know, in a starting lineup more. But yeah. Yeah. Something else outshining you. Yeah. <laughs> at that level, we're not about, you know. Whatever, so, about wins. What was your coaching position on the team? Were you just like a coach, or did they say, hey, you're going to take care of the infielders? Or It varied from year to year. Started out assistant, worked myself up, and uh, it was just me and two, another guy. At the end, I was taking, kind of taking care of pitchers. Okay. All right. So calling pitches and all that. You call, call the pitchers too and everything. Yeah, no, I got you there. <laughs> I know. This weekend, our, our pitch coach I didn't is going to be. See you touch your nose twice. Yeah, no, I know. I know. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> you just gave up a bomb. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because we have a, a for Opie's when when, when or sorry for when Ryan played Opie and I were coaching. I was Opie took care of the infield using the hitters, and I took care of the pitchers and uh, outfield or no. Yeah, outfield. Wait, was the other way around? Do you do outfield? Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's not important. I did, did everything except call pitches, whatever. He didn't. <laughs> he, didn't he didn't do anything very well, but he, he was. He looked pretty. But it, it, you know how hard it is? I look like one of the players. What are you talking about? You know how, how hard it was to find a uniform for him that, like, we had to order player sizes. You know, it's just fucking. <laughs> oh, stuff. no way. So, <laughs> so, anyway, so. This interview is over. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with this, but anyway, I was doing all the pitch calling and stuff. Now we've got an actual pitching coach, so I just I just coach third, which is out of that's usually what Opie's thing was. So I'm going through the signs, going through the signs, and I do a hit and run, and they stare at me like I was retarded. Sorry, <laughs> mentally handicapped. Cajun. And I'm Cajun. like Cajun. So I was like, what? So finally, the batter calls timeout, comes down, and talks to me. He said, he goes, "What do you want me to do here?" He goes, "I said it's a hit and run." He goes, "What does that mean?" I'm like. Just go up there and bet. <laughs> so then I put the hit, the, the run sign on only. I'm thinking, or no, I, I did nothing until it became 2 0, and I'm thinking, okay, 2 0, it's a good time to hit and run, so I'll just uh-huh. put the field sign on. That's it. Hope he hits it. <laughs> the kid never stole. I'm like, so you can ask Ryan, I'm standing there with my hat in my hand, jumping up and down <laughs> because the build a cap is our sign to steal. And I'm jumping up and down, and they won't. He wouldn't run. I'm like, what the hell is it? So I finally, we're down. I have a whole book that I gave the kids that has 12 signs, maybe. Right. Yeah, we have two. And they still can't get it right half the time. Yep. I have bunt and I have steel. <laughs> That's it. It's like, oh, my God. Well, the one year, and it happened almost every year. The one year it was this, and the one year it was this. Yeah. So every year, you can ask Don, they'd be like, 
Yeah. Because they just yeah. keep missing. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? I don't even care if they see it. <laughs> or I'd be going, and Dawn's like, oh, you were pissed. I'm like, fuck. Yes! yes. <laughs> Scraping the skin off your arm. <laughs> when the hell are they going to run? Just fucking run. Yeah. And they'd be coming back. What was that sign? I was like, are you freaking getting right. me still? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's different now, too, because like now, like you'll find out. I tell you right now, you're going to find out. Because when... They were 12 when Ryan's team was 12 and doing that shit. Get your ass on a bench. We're going to talk about this after the game with your parents. Now it's like, get your ass on... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell at little Johnny. Good God. Oh, my God. You're leaving the team? Well, shit. All right. Well, I guess I'll... You know what I mean? It's we'll a, get by with eight. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. It's a different animal nowadays. Oh, man. It's sad because every, every Well, you can't discipline a kid now. You can't. Because now we're into the generation where they, even the parents think that, oh, let's go to a different team. Let's go to a different team. That's oh, exactly right. what it is. You know, transfer portal. Are you kidding me? That, that could be a whole different subject. But. Yeah, no, no, but you're you're barking down but, the right alley because I tell you right now, <laughs> yeah. we have two kids who are already leaving next year. Dude, we're not, we're not halfway through June. Uh-huh. And we've got uh, another two that might leave. It's, 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 it's like, crazy. What they're the, not happy. They get to move just on. move on. Move just on. go to the next one. This grass well, is so much greener. They well, can you can have seven people in the shortstop position, right, Bear? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> so you can have seven people in the shortstop position, I, that's I mean, right? right? <laughs> that's why one of them is planning on leaving, because this oh. kid should only be playing shortstop. Well, he's got a very long delivery. That's not a shortstop. Sorry. Uh, and we'll be happy to work with him if he wants to, but he's not really willing to work that way. So that's okay. these parents do the game more than they think they know the game. Yeah, they'd understand, but you get so many that don't know the goddamn game, and it's like well, they don't know it to that level. They know it to the level of watching the game. Oh, that's a good hit, even though it was a flare off the knuckles. That was a terrible pitch, <laughs> right? You know, it just he muscled it out there. Mm-hmm. Where you're, you, us as baseball guys. Are sitting there going, that's a terrible hit. He just barely muscled it out there. A good hit would have been had he got turned on and ripped it down the left field line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember the first time that Nick, I said, it's a line drive in the book. And Nick Runko was sitting next to me. He goes, what do you mean the book? A line drive? <laughs> it was a bloop. Well, we, I'm like, that's the joke. It was such a bad hit. But in the book, you can't tell if it's a bloop or a line drive. And he goes, but it was a bloop, Bopey. And I'm like, okay, I'll write it's a bloop in the book. Okay. <laughs> Fucking Runko. Hey, no, you that, can't that's, that's Runko, though, because he's brain dead since the age of seven. So that's nice. I know, but it was just, I, you just made me remember that story because you're talking yeah. about, oh, what's a good hit? So we say, hey, yeah, looks like a line driver in a book. Good job. That's us, yeah. you know, being making fun of you that that was a shitty hit. You know, so, and, you know, most parents, they don't understand it. They're like, oh, yeah, it is. Good job. <laughs> like, no, right. no, bad job. Bad parent. You nailed it. Now, you're when you totally were right. So did you coach the. Uh, kids all the way up through 14 then, right? Yep. And then moved them on to high school at that yes. point. Yes, and that, that was so, part of my double seasons too because uh, I yeah, coach yeah. the travel, do all the – run the whole – Future Falcons as well, you know, 13, 12. We had eight one year. Coach, wow. In coach That's support. a lot. Yeah. And then I coached sophomores as well. So, yeah, that, that – so Don was ready for divorce and then – Oh, you nailed the you nailed the, you nailed the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to say no, nothing. In your dumb ass. Where's the bell at? Ryan, where's the bell? Excuse me. That's, that's when we need the bell. Ding, you got it. She's like, no, 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 no. Because it, it was 365. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more like 465. So now, let me ask you, when they got to 14, one of the things Opie and I did, and I feel like we did pretty well, mostly, except for the coaching staff at Molina's. 
kind of wackadoodle, but we tried to prep them for high school at that time. Yes. Not, not just on the talent-wise, but mentality. Yes. About, kind of like what you were talking about, like, you're not going to be the stud anymore. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you're playing for an elite team. You're no longer the stud. You're going to go up against three or four other catchers, blah, 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 yep. blah, or, or shortstops or whatever. Did you prep them that way, too? Yes. And actually, and I got scolded by a lot of parents because of this. If I saw that, okay, say the varsity, starting varsity first baseman was ninth grade, 10th grade. Their kid plays first grade, or first base. You're not going to. You're going to learn how to play outfield, buddy. The mathematics wasn't right. Yeah. So I'd be like, okay, I'd try to find another spot for him. Uh, yeah, the yeah, parents yeah. would be like, why you move my kid? He's played first base all the time. It's like, well, he's not going to play first base at high school until right. his senior year. You want that? Yeah, yeah. I got a chance want to him? make him a third baseman yes. here. Let's let's see where else he can play. Corner outfield. Holy shit! You would not believe the parents that fought that and fought that. I was like, you know, we got a stud here, we got a stud there, we got a stud here. You're in the future Falcon program. Where the hell are you going to go? Right. <laughs> it's like yeah. you get you well, yeah, switch schools, and they did. A few of them did. That's how it did. I was going to say, in Iowa, it's easier to do that. I was going to say, from the Illinois side, of things that movement of. Ball teams can happen until you're 14, but once you hit 15, you go to high school, you ain't moving in Illinois. Yeah. You're wherever, whoever's in front of you is in front of you. Yeah. yeah. Well, in Iowa's got more open enrollment things we like do. that. It's but just kind of ridiculous over there. Yeah, oh, it is. I mean, like transfer portal. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's, it's, it's sad and scary, but yeah, no. And then the, the, the point with that too, you know, we, I know we some sound like old guys and how we do that, but you know, it's funny that when we say things like this and all of a sudden teams that are in the spotlight, like major league teams who start doing things fundamentally sound and are winning, then we're like, yeah, you know, we weren't just saying it because we're saying it. We're saying it because it works, and we understand it, and we believe in it. Yeah. And and that and that's always tough to get along to parents because again, let's talk about our ESPN culture and all that shit. It's right. it's very difficult to put into perspective that, like you said, you you know, you see it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I, I said, I'm like you. You're like I'm like this kid's never gonna play until his senior year, first base. Can can you can you shag a fly? You know, you got a pretty good arm. Let, let's see what we can do. Yeah, I I went to college and I walked on every place I went and I ended up playing every place I went because I said all I want to do is make sure I'm in the batting lineup. If I have to play second, if I have to play left, all five colleges, all seventeen colleges that I went to. You were, you were the original Tim Tebow. <laughs> I really. Whatever oh, I got to wow. do. Wow, nice. I've got respect. No, no, I'll take it, dude. I'll take it, man. That, that's actually a good analogy because it really it's is. Still yeah, every night it goes back. But yeah, it is, and they don't understand that. And it's like, watch your kid to play in high school and maybe play college. They need to learn multiple positions. They need to learn how to do this because that's coachability. That's that's lineup flexibility for you know for somebody that makes a huge difference. Because if you're you're in a line with four other first basemen trying out for college and you can't do anything else, guess what? You're the fourth first baseman, and guess who gets cut first? The fourth yeah. first baseman. Well, and, and the other part of that is. My my strongest feeling is sometimes you got to know the person that's coaching. And that's where, like, I think that Ryan's team understood I was in it for the boys. That's what I was there for. Not for Ryan. Him as one of the boys. But that's it. <laughs> Fuck you, too. <laughs> but just so the listeners know, Ryan has to go upstairs and do work. But <laughs> So it's just going to be his but yeah, I mean, it was I was in it for the kids. I wanted them to, to, when they got to high school, like I told a kid who played shortstop his whole life, you're not going to play shortstop in high school. We need to find you another spot. Andrew Rangel. So we moved him to the outfield. We played him at third base a little bit. We He always pitched. 
you know, we, we moved him around because it, and his mom understood it and, but wasn't happy about it. At the same time, she's like, well, he really likes playing that. I, I get it. But my job is to prep him for the next level at yep. this point in time. Yep. We were having fun at 11, 12, 13, but now he's 14. He has to get ready for the next level. That's just the way it is. And I, I'm the same way with the team I'm coaching now, and it sounds like that's the same thing you put into yours, was, which is the way it should be. So, and you know what the worst part about it is? The parents get mad, but we should have more coaches like it. The parents are wrong. The parents are wrong. Wrong. I, they are. I do. I think, I think that's all we're doing is making their careers last longer. Yeah. We can shut the hell up, right. and they can coach the team, right. and your kid's done after eighth, ninth grade or whatever, eighth grade over here yeah. or whatever. So that's just the way it is. I right. mean, or we can extend your career. We could try to help them. And, yeah. you know, give them a new position. What's wrong with that anyway? Like Obi said, you're a perfect example yeah. when you said that. That's, that's perfect. Where can I play to be in that nine? Yep. Done deal. Yep. What do I got to play, 100%. What do I got to play? Yep. So yep. I think it's words to live by. Yeah, and that's all, that was all I ever wanted to do. I'll, you know, shit, who cares, man, as long as I get the hit. And I even I hated D&H in two in college, but, you know, well, you did. I did it too. did that too. Because yeah. pitchers should but, but he was 43 years old. I was <laughs> I mean, 33, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, all right, whatever. Van Wilder, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you Van Wilder, I like it. Oh, nice. I'll, I'll take that too. Ryan Reynolds, man. <laughs> okay, let's not get too far. <laughs> Later on, you become Deadpool. <laughs> I, I'm all cool with that. That's pretty all right. I'll look like a, a angry sex avocados thing, whatever he is. So. What? Okay. Don't you remember that? He, the, yeah, I remember that. Said, sex, sex avocado. All right. So I, I talking about coaching and everything, and if you were able to manage in the MLB and you had to get to choose any team you can manage besides the Cardinals. What what team do you think you'd want to manage? Oof, that's a tough one. Honestly, I, maybe the Braves. Yeah, a lot of youth pitching mm-hmm. to youth. Yeah, that's a good solid team. That's that's a great pick. It really is because because of that. The they have some you know stellar studs, and they got a you know a Freddie Freeman who's who's a stud in his own right, but he's not like this every everybody you know lo- watching him flip a bat or you know run around like a Cunha and shit like that. But yeah, and then the pitching staff, those young arms. I mean, so what what was the deal with um, Max Fried again? <laughs> Max Fried wasn't wasn't he supposed to get traded? To the Cubs? Oh, probably. I don't know. Dude, there's so many trade rumors with the Cubs and <laughs> pitching and all that. You know what? I'm actually disappointed that RJ didn't say I'd coach the Cubs right into the fucking ground. Because that's what <laughs> I was saying about the card. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't ask you those questions. Yeah, I mean, come on. I changed my answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was holding my penis bag there with stuff dribbling out of it. And I was thinking, oh, he's got to say Cubs here and run it into the ground. <laughs> no, he, he he's a good guy. He's, he's a, he gives good answers. He's not a petty uh, little bitch like you. <laughs> well, they say, you know, Javi's a damn cardinal, and so is KB. You know? <laughs> yeah, he trades all the team away, and the cardinals yeah. are all just stacked. Trade Javi for a bucket of baseballs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I can sleep. Okay, you got to have – it's a baseball for every strikeout, though, so it's got to be over 100 baseballs. <laughs> That's a lot. Of, That's a lot of baseballs. That's a lot, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a good pick. I, I agree with him. It's such a good pick to pick a all-up-and-down, good, solid lineup, you know, uh, great yeah. guys like Acuna Freeman and, you know, just well, – You can never go – wrong with Atlanta and it's it sucks because it's a Ted Turner franchise but first they got the ne- the they got the new field right it's gorgeous yeah. it always yeah, well, got young talent and yeah. it's always homegrown they don't go out and stock up from somebody else
playoffs. They scout right. They pick their guys. They bring them through the system. They play. You yeah, know, it's um, true. The only one that's jumped ship from that team that just you know that's been of any kind of factory really is Jay Hay when him and Freddie Freeman were there. He was a Cardinal for a couple years, and then he mm-hmm. came over to Cubs. That's it. I mean, yeah, I like to forget about that. Well, I know, I know you guys are like I never understood that. We so don't, we don't call you were really mad about that. We don't you? call him Jay Hay. We call him Jay Gay. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that, wow. Well, you know, it's, it's not the opinion of the Opie and the Bear Bod podcast, so it's fine that you said yeah. it. You're the canceled guy now. <laughs> yeah, thank God. So, and this is off of the subject of what I was going to talk about, but why were you guys so mad at Jay Hay? He literally was there for like a year. Like, Cardinal fans were pissed at him. I really wasn't pissed. I, just, I, I thought it was shocking. I was like, wow. Hmm, okay. But to go to a division rival. Okay, yeah, I get that. Division rival thing always be the kicker. Yeah. He's, a, that, douche. You, he's a douche. The, as long it, as he's still hitting 230, I'm good. I'm struggling not to hate the Brewers more than I hate the Cardinals these days. Do you yeah. have that problem at all? With the yeah, well, I think there might be better in both of us for one. Well, yeah, no doubt. But but what? They, I mean, they get away with everything. I mean, like Braun, who had PEDs. Yeah, he got a little bit of suspension. Then he comes back, continues to rake, no penalties. Thames comes back from overseas and all of a sudden is a giant of a man. <laughs> Right. No penalties. Uh, what the hell's his name? Perez or uh, no, no, no. The first baseman. Um, Aguilar. Uh, Aguilar. Thank you. All of a sudden, is this? I mean, he was always a big guy, but now he's a guy who can just launch balls. No penalties. That's where my problem in Milwaukee is. And Josh Hader can go fuck himself too. But <laughs> he has cool hair. He does have cool hair. He's a hell of a pitcher. Actually, I, that's a, in high school too. I had, so, well, well, see. Right. That's what it is. It's the power in the hair. Power in the hair. That's what they said about the Thor too. But he's hurt all the time. I know. Fucker. You got Lightning it. bolt oh. struck his arm in a hurry. No way. <laughs> 19 bucks, but. But it might be. 19? Yeah. That's just, dude, I couldn't believe people were bidding me up. Holy I was so shit. pissed. Yeah, in our rotisserie league, I take a guy who's out for the season pretty much. I didn't know you were And they, 19. they all kept right running up the price on me. I thought you got him for no. two bucks. But I mean, bucks. think about it. If he comes back healthy, 19, he's, he's worth 40. But right. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, but he's got to pitch more than half the season to be worth. Well, that's what I mean. That's if he if he, he really does. Yeah, because you, you, if you think a full season of him is about thirty eight forty dollars, so yeah. nineteen's a half a season. You got uh, right now. I'd be happy if he gave me like four games. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know exactly. Expected back this year. Well, right. he was, and then he threw and got discomfort, and they shut him down again. So and, now he's and now all star break. Yeah. Yeah. So, so fan of the Cardinals, Steelers. Yeah. And of course, some dumbass Hawkeyes. Oh, uh, don't go there. Yeah. Don't go there. <laughs> how how do you get? I'm not going to talk about the Hawkeyes at all. I'll be honest with you, but how, because well, you live over there. I get it. You're a fan of them. Right. You know, half the people on this side of Quad Cities are a fan of Iowa because they're kinda, so close. You know. Yeah, you guys kind of stupid. And the, and the <laughs> Illinois teams usually suck. Now basketball, we're we're good for four, bad for four. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but hey, why don't you just have one more guy come back that's 29 years old for his 19th goddamn senior year? But he got his ass beat in the bar last week because. Oh, did he really? Yeah. You hear that? Oh, oh, oh what's his name? CJ. He got beat up? <laughs> Somebody beat his ass. Well, it's, it might be cool because he's shit. got little man complex, though. Because Yes, I'm sure it was. Yeah. No offense, I, mean, I saw the video a little bit, but you can't see him. It was like big dudes. What, are you talking shit? The one guy that was filming is like, oh, come on, hit him, hit him. Because they don't like J-Bo either. I'm like, God, nobody likes J-Bo. <laughs> it's because he won't hit go him, away. <laughs> and his big thing was, make my day, fucking hit him. And then, boom, the guy swung. And <laughs> all he seen was a body lane. But 
God, I need that video. I'd love to, I'd watch that over and over. I fucking can't stand that guy. I bet. I just, I mean, kind of like Andy, yeah. who the heck was that guy? Kaufman, back oh in the day. Oh my God, Fuck that same guy. thing. Okay, dude, Illinois fans didn't like him. I didn't like him. <laughs> really? But he could shoot. Nah, he was a dick. You could see it on the court. He was a that's piece true. of shit. That's, that's one of the things that, like, I, I'm sure Hawkeye can't fans hated him. He was a pompous asshole. And I was a fan of his until the, the NCAA tournament and the shit he pulled in that last game about, mm, I'm going to NBA, it's no big deal, which is literally what he was doing. You know, yeah. fuck him. Go away then. I don't I want you here. I thought he quit on you guys way before that. Well, he, it depended on the game. And you saw that in the Big Ten tournament and how hard, how bad he wanted that. Yeah. But once we got to the NCAA tournament, he's like, meh, whatever. Yeah. You know, and then you got a guy like Coffee, who I know he's a weirdo, but he goes out there and plays his ass off. Everybody wants a guy like him. Right. Know? So you don't want to play against him. You hate him against him, but you want him on your team. And Yes. Well, I don't know. I mean, you'd rather have Garza, him. but. Right. Coffee was, oh, is he going to go pro? Well, he, he he declared, but he didn't, Did he really? he didn't sign anybody. Not sign anybody. No, so he might. Oh, like Wieskamp with us. Yeah. And yeah, I hope he goes just because he shoots lights out. But He can, but they yeah. can shoot. I really think Wieskamp, his big thing would be to lead a team. Yeah. Because he was always Garza's little cry. His guy. little buddy. That's my little buddy. Yeah. But if Wieskamp actually can lead a team, I really think he could. This kid is, he is, he's, he's good. But. Oh, in high school, he was unstoppable. It didn't matter if they played the elite teams from Illinois or Wisconsin, Minnesota. I mean, he was really well recruited. And, and defense is done to stop him. You know, diamond, you know. Yeah. But just but yeah, it didn't matter. He wasn't aggressive. Like, the one thing about J-Bo that you had is he, he would go after it. Where Wieskamp just kind of sat in the back, He does. You know? He does. And, and uh, to be he had one you, year of being going after it, I think. Just being, you know, the Stephon Curry kind of—he's not going to be Stephon Curry. Yeah. Don't don't get me wrong, but that mental—I'm yeah. the guy. I'm taking I'm the every guy. shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it'd be great for him. Yeah, absolutely. I, think. I agree. Now I will say that I, I was hoping that when Iowa played a team that was of lesser competition, that both McCaffrey kids would get their shit kicked out of them. Just knock them the Patrick fuck out. Patrick too. They're both douchebags. Come on, dude. Patty no, Mac. Patrick's oh, not. They're yeah, both Patty douchebags. No, Fucking daddy's boys. Connor, oh, Connor, no, no. Connor's okay. the one on our team that I would hate if he was on your team. Connor yeah. is such a douche. He's Coffin, dude. He's <laughs> yeah. No, and I and I we we actually know McCaffrey's because they went to the same high school as my daughter. And we, we know who we know Fran. I don't you know, make him. No, and but Patrick is is actually a really good kid, and and it's it's kind of selfish the way I think of it too. But he knew who Garion was because they're the same age. And when he saw he met a Dara when they were weightlifting one time, he's like, "Oh, you're a Dara, you're Garion's sister." And Adara's like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "You play softball." He talks about you all the time, and you know he just has this good personality, and it, it, he if. I know you don't you like think, anybody. You know he plowed a dare in high school. <laughs> no. She, you know, oh, God. I know you go. Hey, the go. shit we said about my daughter. I mean, hey, hey, I was going to say, this is not Kayla, all right? We know. Hey, that doesn't mean your daughter's ain't less of a slut. Holy. No, that's true. Oh, I love Adara. She, she'll get a kick <laughs> out of it. Oh, yeah. She'll, so, she'll like I, I said, though, that we weren't going to talk about your stupid Hawkeyes. But tell me why you're a fan of the Cardinals and Steelers. Honestly, Cardinals goes back to my, all my family is Cub fans. Oh, so you were going against them? Yes. Okay. Um, 
And I, I actually, and you, loved, and you warped Dawn. I love the way. early eighties with yeah, yeah. It's not hard to love the early eighties with the Cardinals, man. Um, oh, yeah. Steelers, I think honestly, because they were the Hawkeye colors. Oh, okay. Because I was so young and you were just kind of learning football at the yeah, time and said, yeah. oh, it's the same color. Team. I remember being real young and uh, loving the Steelers so much. They played on Monday night one time. I don't know why I remember this so much, so much, but. I was like, wow, I got to stay up. They played Houston. And she goes, what are you talking about? I was like, my team's playing tonight on Monday Night Football. <laughs> and I watched it a little bit black and white. And she let me watch. But, yeah, I think it's just, I think. Who's uh-huh. your favorite Steeler, then? Favorite Steeler ever, Lambert. Yeah, that's what most guys are <laughs> age say. You know, as, a, as a Bears fan, he's one of my favorite yeah. players. Yeah. If it's not Lambert, if it's not Lambert, I'll be honest with you, probably Ben. Big Ben. Yeah. I mean, I know he has his little... Guys, all like so. I I do like to ask this too, you know, because you you are you're you're a big Steelers fan. So of players playing now that aren't on the Steelers, and you can get a a free jersey from anybody, who would it be? Uh, probably Mahomes. Yeah, Daddy. Have because my wife's a big fan. Honey, you listen. (laughs) See, oh, there you go. Nice. I really think the kid's legit. I think he's legit. Yeah, gonna be. I think he'll eventually be a Tom Brady where he actually takes less money other than that God for second. Well, he already restructured his contract. He already restructured one. Yeah, he did do it. Yeah, exactly. So I really think he's got the – I like him a lot. So do I. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That, no, that, that's what. That's why it's a tough. It is a tough question because yeah. you know you really didn't you know see these other people. But if you had to just give up your team and kind of root for some some other team and somebody else, you know that's that is it's a tough question. But yeah, that's I mean to hit your wagon to a kid that's been the Super Bowl how many times already and been MVP how many times yeah. and he's been in the league basically three years four a, technically but three he's played for three years for God's sake only. Think about it. He's got he's got no background of. Abuse of, of doing stupid things. He's only been in it for how many years? You say three, and he's already restructuring his contract. It, I mean, it's the signs yes. of maturity. I, I usually rip on guys with that kind of success. I can't with him. You know, yes. that's why I shred Tom Brady and, and that exact success because I just it's too easy in my opinion because it's like, oh my god, he made a deal with the devil. Obviously, blah blah blah. I hate the guy. That's I true. can't hate. I can't hate Patrick Mahomes. How how can you? Yeah. I, mean, I hate that he puts ketchup on steaks. Right. Other than want, that, I really don't. Well, I want my grandkids yeah. to look up to a guy like him and say, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. A, you know what I mean? That's 100%. Yeah, if, if you know our grandkids are going out and they throw the ball, look at me on Patrick Mahomes do the underhand yeah. thing. I'll be like, hell yeah, do be Patrick Mahomes. There you go. So who's your favorite Steeler right now, then? Steeler right now is Watt. Watt, yeah. No question. Yeah. An animal. You know, it's funny because anytime you ask a Steeler fan about Steelers, it's always a defensive guy. <laughs> always a defensive yeah. Like, nobody says, oh, I really like Terry Bradshaw. You know? Yeah. Even when Levy and Bell was the best Claypool player fan. in the league. Claypool's going to be really good. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, Watt. Yeah. And he's just, he's Watt. Are you, are you, okay, I'm going to, this is going to sound like a really out of this world question, but I was a huge Jesse James fan. Are you disappointed he didn't pan out? No. Okay. You just knew he sucked? Yeah, dude, I was so I thought he was gonna you know, have a breakout Friar year, Muth, man. Who's from the same damn who? Friermuth or whatever pronounce it. Rick Ruth. Date again, and there's so many god dang things going on. It's constantly on my phone with Steelers. <laughs> like, he's just another Yeah, Please tell me he's better. Can't we um, find another college to get tight ends from? Yeah. <laughs> well, Iowa. Iowa. Has, go to Iowa. I was just saying, <laughs> Iowa has tight ends all the wazoo out there. Oh, tons. Yeah. 
We keep drafting Penn State once, but we'll see. I guess everybody's high on this kid, so we'll see. We can go to the same questions with the Cardinals then, too. So if you, other than Cardinals playing right now, whose who's jersey would you get there? It's a tease. Really? And, and the only reason I like him is because of his – well, obviously his talent's great. Yeah, it he's is. fantastic. Um, but I think it brings back fun to the game because right mm-hmm. now I think the game is dull. It's unexciting. Unfortunately, I mean, he's the same player that we're all trying to be against. But at least he makes it fun, though. Yeah. No, he is. He's definitely. It's a vanilla ice cream sport, and he's bringing sprinkles, throwing freaking sparklers on top of it. Yeah, definitely. And I, and actually, the uh, the what I brought up about the average earlier it was because it was a talk about Fernando Tatis, how he's so much better than everybody than when Griffey was so much better than everybody and comparing them. Yes. And he, and he's, and you talk about generational players that could play in any generation. He could, he could play yes. how many years ago. And he, he's the kind of guy though, like 50 years from now, they'll talk about him that he could have played in that time too. Yep. I agree. No, totally. Okay. So when we talk about Tatis and I, I like the kid, I think he's fantastic. I can't wait to watch him grow. I love the fact that the White Sox gave him up for nothing. So, <laughs> what do you mean nothing? That guy pitched for a half a season. That guy pitched. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, hope I got this knife right here. You want to put it in your back? Or? Yeah, I can't get, nah, just take that sucker out. No, yeah, so, and I, I, can, I have complained for the last two years that Tim Anderson at second and Tatis at short would be the best middle combination oh, in the history know, of my baseball. God. That'd be sick. And, and people are like, oh, no, they would have traded Tim Anderson. I'm like, no, they wouldn't have. They would have kept yeah. Tim Anderson. You wouldn't have little yeah. Nicky Madrigal. Yeah, was, they would well, never they, drafted him. They didn't really know what they had in Tatis, obviously. I mean, they knew he was talented, but they didn't know how much talent he had. The talent has went through those doors. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> but, White Sox can be ruined the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, and, and they are still pretty good. Well, actually, he'd probably be hurt right now if he was on the White Sox, though. So. so, yeah, true. So, as, well, he's been hurt quite a bit, but as a high, as a as a old school coach and player, how are you feeling about the whole bat flip thing and all that shit going on? Actually, I in I know. I mean, you guys know Corrigan, I'm sure. Kevin, yeah. Kevin. Yeah, me and Corrigan went round and round on Facebook one night because I said how much I like Tatis last year. Yeah, yeah. And they eliminated the Cardinals. So, but I just right. like his. Yep. Uh. You know, if there's a better all-around player, I don't know where he is. So, Kevin fires back. I hope you listen, you fuck. Yeah, we should but, uh, turn him on to this. Um, he's like, you're not a naturalist. You're not, you're, you're not a baseball. I'm like, whatever. But you know what? He makes baseball exciting again. I go, I think it's all right. If Now, if, you know, Jimmy flips the bat, you want to take care of it? Take care of it like we did. Mm-hmm. Throw and, it at him. You know, that's fine. I'm good with that, too, because they can do theirs. We can do ours. I don't see a problem with it. I don't. I just don't. I know maybe that's no. I'm okay with it. I don't. I, Oregon just seemed to think I was just like over the top. I was like, well, Kevin's a very old school baseball guy, and he's he's from the school of baseball is the the new fallen snow. It is pure. It is pristine. It is shiny and white. And that's the way it should always be. And no, that's snow doesn't snow looks like that once, and that's it. <laughs> Right. Let's move on. So yeah, and that's turning your head to an obvious problem because there's nothing pure about baseball. Now I will say, I, I mean, I should reiterate that there's nothing pure about oh, the way a lot of these guys play between roids, scuffing the ball up, doing different things. Right? Yeah. It's been going on since the 20s. Now I am a traditionalist, so when the bat flip first came out, I was not a fan until I realized that it is exactly what you're saying. It's bringing some life, some some personality to the game. Where 
everybody's enjoying it except for your pitching rotation, right? I mean, yeah, those guys are almost bad. Well, you know what? Pitchers are fucking weirdos anyway, and and I, I'm a pitcher. Everything in baseball God. revolves around the pitcher, by the way. Yeah. So, yeah. Everything. So it's kind of a fuck yes. them. And at the same time, if you take offense to it, absolutely. Next time he comes up, put one in his back. Maybe yeah. he won't flip the bat. Now, it may clear the benches. It may cause, you know, different suspensions. Your guy to get hit later, but yeah. Hopefully they won't do it on you next time. Now, the other thing is, though, at the same case, then, a pitcher showing up a batter, kind of, and, and we'll, I'll use uh, um, Amir Garrett, struck out Rizzo. There's one out in the inning, nobody on, strikes him out, yeah, and one. he goes after him, basically yeah. yelling at him. It's kind of the same thing as a bat flip, though, isn't it? Or is there, am I wrong? Well, to me, you have to be a student <laughs> of the game. Because <laughs> Amir, at that time, what the hell was that about? Yeah. Oh, that's a, I, I didn't I mean, understand the situation. What, but what the hell did you do? You have it in the inning, correct? There's a second out in the inning with nobody on base. Yes. So they're up a run. I don't mind this pitcher fist bump. You know, he just struck out, you know, three, four, five. Holy shit. Just pumped up. Fuck yes. Why wouldn't you? I well, he, com- he, he comes in with first and second, one out, and he he, he strikes out the next two guys. And se- yeah. it can happen in the seventh inning. But if you're only up by one run at that point, that's exciting. That's that, and that's what you want to see. That it's but that it has to be a good reactionary thing, and it has to be real. We, we we see the fake shit like Amir. Well, I think he that's really fake was bullshit. No, no, that's fake. It's, it's all for a show. Fake, fake bullshit. You think so? I, th- I yeah, thought he was going after Rizzo. I thought he could be exactly. He did. It was. It was that I'm yeah I got Rizzo out but if you do that you're like yeah and you pump the fist and everything and you, you get a little swag you don't chase him into the thing I struck you out I struck you out uh, uh, yeah shit like that he was almost doing that it was, it was very premeditated you struck me out but you gotta strike out you know right. someone's behind me and Oh, yeah. shit, I, I forgot about that. Maybe he just forgot how many else there were. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> well, he is a mere girl. That's so, true. Yeah, I didn't riders. understand that one at all. I thought you guys were totally in the right. That's well, like, I just wonder what's the proper celebration for a pitcher is what I'm saying. You know, because think about it, A bat flip, they are showing up the pitcher. I just went ya-ya on you. Bat flips in the air, bitch. I mean, that's what it is. It's what it, you can You can justify it how you want. Opie, I know you're a hitter, but that is what it is. It's like... It's the same as five, eight years ago when a guy hit a ball out of the park and stand there and stare at it. It's the same thing. You're showing that guy up that, hey, I just went yard on you. Now, that may not be their true intention, that, but that's literally how it comes across. So what's a pitcher allowed to do at that point in time? And and I'm a pitcher guy. You guys are more hitter guy. Well, I know you did some pitching coaching too, but... Right. but, but the- I mean, it's got to be something other That's than dotting him in the back. That's a good point. That's all I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, it's got to be something I, other than dotting him in the back. I mean, dotting him in the back's fine. At 100 miles an hour, it hurts like hell. I get that, but. Yeah. I, I like the yelling when they're running the. I like what was that picture that did when they was running the bases? He's yelling at them, "Don't you celebrate? I don't care if I just gave him a home run." Yeah, <laughs> there was a, one of them did that. And I'm like, "There you go. That's what you need to do." You know, the the, the, the guys looking the, at him like, "Whatever." How about when the bat flip lands? He goes over, picks up the bat, and chucks it towards the dugout or something like that. <laughs> just, that one guy. <laughs> what do you think about that guy? Did you see the the almost fight the other day? Uh, it was yesterday or the day before. And we're doing this on Tuesday, June eighth. Where he made it out and he ran across the mound. Come back to the dugout. Did you see that? No. Oh yeah. How game was it? Oh, it was a Cardinal game. It was it was Flaherty before he, right before he got hurt. 
And it was a game he got hurt, actually. Right. And he ran across the mound, and Flaherty lost his fucking mind at this guy. He's saying, you don't run across the fucking mound, you go around it. Who the hell was it? Who were they playing? Reds. It was after the White Sox series. so It was Reds. a Reds. Yeah, um, Reds. And the guy ran across, he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He goes, this is my mound, you stay off my gut. You know, and they started jawing back and forth. They say, no, bench is cleared a little bit. And then the right. fuck part was the bullpens came out, and the umpire just goes like this. He, with both hands, he just waves like this. <laughs> and the bullpens both stop, turn around with their heads <laughs> down. <laughs> Oh, I guess. All right, we got it. Yeah. So, but it's good. yeah. So, I mean, is it? Do you take it that far? Is it his mouth? He shouldn't run across it. Yes. Okay. Hundred percent. I, I feel the same way. Yes. Flaherty. I didn't know either that even happened, but yeah. Yes. Well, I, I, if he did it on accident and he's like, "Hey, get off my mind," I'd be like, "Dude, I, dude, I wasn't even looking. I'm sorry." You know, I would have said that. I would have said that because I do, I wouldn't do that, yeah. on, you know, to show him up or anything. But it would have been it would have been a total accident for me. So I see. I really think the whole thing was the dude just didn't know the etiquette. You know, et- etiquette. They're they're calling it a rule. It's not a rule. It's not an unwritten. Fuck no. unwritten rules. They're stupid. No. It's etiquette. It's hey, it go around the mound. It's kind of like, dude. When I coach third base, I don't go on the infield. I walk around home plate to get back to it's not my yeah. field. That's to me that's etiquette. That's just the right way to do it. Plus I get a brown nosy umpire a little bit on the way by, but all right, so we've talked about uh hitters and uh in baseball and kind of guys who we just really just love to talk about. Like, you know, last last guy we came up with was, was Tony Gwynn. And Tony Gwynn, and uh that one of the reasons was because I thought that's how Adara had changed her batting style from less of a slugger to more of a Tony Gwynn and, and everybody. But for you for you, RJ, who who's that who's that uh guy? It's gonna be non cardinal. Right. He, oh. Just unknown hitter. It could be a card. Um, okay. How about it could be anybody? Don, Don Manley was a stud. Yeah. And I say a few, but Don Manley. Tell tell us who, who they are and why. Um, why you got them? Manley, obviously, his career is well, When your nickname's Donnie Baseball, I mean that kind yeah. of says something. I mean, he really. I don't know how he is in the Hall of Fame, but it should have um, been first or second ballot. I mean, yes, come on. it should have been. Now he's not on any ballot. He has to be. Yeah. You know. It's down to the. It's uh, the uh, what's what they call that the, uh, the veterans veterans right. veterans committee. Yeah. Now he'll he'll probably get in on that, but yeah. that's, but he shouldn't have waited that. He shouldn't yes. have waited that long. Yeah, I agree. Um, Paul Molitor. Paul Molitor. Paul Molitor. Yep. Um, Suzuki. Ichiro. Oh my God! You know what? And actually, he's a kind of a fan favorite, but at the same time, he's never talked about about being one of the greatest hitters. Yeah, because I mean, he actually yeah, he, the part about it. He was one of the better defenders too. And yes. yeah, oh, his arm was amazing. He could throw the ball from the right field fence to home on the line. Yeah, yeah. when he's like thirty-eight, it was, yeah. it was really stupid. He made all of a one sixty-sixty. He was. Oh yeah, maybe. Yeah, crazy. I think he's the only guy to ever hit two thousand hits in Japan and the U.S. Yeah, league. Right. So I'm like, I mean, you know, he seemed like he played in MLB a long time, but he played a good like eight years in Japan league too. So yeah. talk about a guy who could just just rake, yeah. You said not Cardinals. Did you have a Cardinal one in mind? Did, no, other than no. Willie McGee, he's a fucking stud. I love Willie McGee. But what do you guys think of this one, Bill Madlock? Stud, dude. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yes. No, no, but as a pirate more than a cub. Right, but that guy could rake. Yeah, nah, I got uh, it. He's on my list. I remember him watching a game at Wrigley and him going a low curve ball that was almost in the dirt, and he golfed it out to center field. I looked at my friend's dad, who played for the Washington Senators, and he he always had 
the best seats because he knew people in the Cub organization from when he was a pro. And I looked at him and I said, that's not right to be able to hit a ball like that. He goes, no, that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap. You know, because it was just amazing. Just to, It looked like it was going to go in the dirt on the outside yeah. corner in the other box. And he just went down and went, poop, just destroyed it. He's, he's kind of like the one hidden guy that yeah. I always thought was – He's dead. I know he's a cub, or was a cub. Like I said, he had right. he's better. Pirates, some of his better years with like he was the Giants. Yeah. He was with everybody. But yeah. I had a few on my list. So and this comes from RBI Baseball. Dwight Evans. Yeah, yeah. Dwight Evans was a, uh, every year a three hundred hitter. Not outfielder for for the White, or Red Sox, but and he had a rocket. Yeah, he had probably the best rocket can of all of us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But in RBI baseball, he was one of the best. And every time Opie and I played RBI baseball, I had him, and he whooped his ass. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, and, I just started plugging him in that game. I didn't care I bases loaded. I plug him. Yeah, no, yeah, he throw at him. So then I also had Eddie Murray, George Brett, and then my number one past Tony Gwynn was Kirby Puckett. That yeah, kid, yeah. like if I want my kid to be a right-handed hitter, I want him to be Kirby. His alcohol, you know his, his, his lifetime war is 51.2? You sit on to date your daughter. No. <laughs> well, okay, it wouldn't be a date. It would be, anyway. Consensual. But yes, uh, I agree with you. Who, uh, what was it? Fucking, uh, who makes a song? Date rape? Uh, what the fuck? Who's that? Uh, God damn, Bloodhound Gang. Bloodhound Gang sing the song, the song Date Rape. Yeah, that's. Again, we'd like anyway, to uh, play that part of the. Uh... I could hit the ball. Yes, he could. Like, yes, he and he basically won the, what, 92 World Series? 91, yes. 90 World, yeah, yeah. I looked it up, actually. That's, I was looking at that. Yeah. Like, he basically he won literally won it. He only batted 250, but those two home runs were huge. Yeah. And actually. And he stole they, one home run to save yes, the game, he too. He took a home yes. run. And then eighty-seven World Series when they beat the Cardinals. Sorry to say that. Jesus. The guy, dude. The guy had ten hits and twenty-eight at bats. Fuck that queer. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's it. It's just unbelievable. I mean, I, Kirby was a guy. Oh, you got one to fill in here. You guys took all my guys. He didn't do his homework. He didn't do his homework. No, he, he, honestly, that's every guy on my list. That's, that's them. I'm, oh. No, I don't. Honestly, I don't have anybody else. That that I had three guys, and those you, you guys hit them all, bastards. All right. I got nothing to say. I so, know you battle okay. of that. I had one that uh, yeah, no doubt. George Brett. I had, I talked about him earlier. Is his publicity really only for charging the home plate that time because of the? Shouldn't oh, be. I mean, he was a hell of a hitter, right? I mean. Oh yeah, yeah the really pine tar incident, but yes. he hit with three ninety the one year. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was yeah. he was a, he was the closest guy to four hundred for yeah. the longest time. Actually, Four. one guy I thought I thought about too was uh, Edgar Martinez. Oh, that would have been a, that's a good one. Yes. Yeah, and I don't and, have his stats in front of me, but yeah, no, talk about a guy that gets shit because he was a DH. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, but he could hit, dude. Oh God, yeah. I hated, I hated when the White Sox played. He'd come up. It always seemed like he'd come up with either the game tied or you know they need or something. He would just come up and be clutch and just oh, and one we of those could guys. go even a little newer with Daniel Murphy as like you were talking about when the oh yeah when against Martinez when the Cubs faced Daniel Murphy. Dude, the best way to put him on base is to hit him because he's getting on base one way or the other. Yeah. No. And uh, actually, another guy who is uh, we talked about him earlier, Freeman. Freddie Freeman's yeah, got Fred that kind of. Just... So, who's the guy that the Cardinals face that just always gets on base no matter what? Castellanos. Oh, fuck him too. Oh, yeah. He's a 
Right now, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. left the cover. That guy, that guy can talk bass against everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. About hat with that guy. <laughs> I'm about to slit his Achilles, that yeah. motherfucker. You, you guys, like, Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, yeah. Well, can... Yeah, we didn't want to sign him because he was really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want that on our team, damn it. How did he sign to No, I want to spend $184 million on my 220 hitting Hayward <laughs> and let my 320 hitting guy go. That's what I want to yeah. do. It's no. kind of but weird. he's a fan favorite, Bear. He, he, yeah, well, so was Castellanos. There was a lot of Cub fans who were about to fucking the real Cub fans. Wanted, yes, don't keep yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. and uh, you forgot somebody, Bear, that I'm kind of surprised that you bring up. Well, I was going to go Mark Grace, but I didn't go there. Oh, and you said it, didn't you? Yeah, it's Mark Grace, Grace yeah. baby. I uh, love Mark. I, I love it, him. Is that in Chicago? Okay, outside Chicago, he is pretty well known as a hitter. Yeah. Inside Chicago, he's more well known as a drunken womanizer. <laughs> so, well, there's that too, yeah. But he, that's another he, good reason to like him. That's a good point. He, the, he's not a lifetime hitter, though, is he? Yeah, he's about a three ten lifetime hitter. I mean, but like one of those guys. He's a doubles guy's thing. He's yeah, never a guy. I mean, one of those guys. When we talk about all time hitters, nobody oh, thought us. Uh, see, we, this is why we need Ryan, fucking guy. There's a stat. guy. He's and a lifetime no... 303 hitter. Really? Yep. Yeah. 303. That's not bad. Here's the thing, though. He's 511 doubles. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of doubles guy, Joey Bell. Albert Bell. Albert Bell. Yeah. And don't forget when he laid that motherfucker out at second base. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> That's true. You, you remember that, right? Yeah. When he smoked that son of a bitch. I, I forgot about that. Holy I just put a thing out on our Opie and the Bear website about that, or the Facebook site about that, dude. He just laid him the fuck out. Oh man, yeah, that's that's a different time. You know, get a Ron senior. Get <laughs> <laughs> Ron high school moment there. Yeah. So who's the guy in the MLB today that you just wouldn't fight? Not not back in the Roy days, but now. Now who's the guy that you'd go? You know what? I don't I don't really want in today's this. Today's world. Yeah. I don't judge just because he's so fucking big. Yeah, but I he's a puss. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, like, I probably would have done it. I think I. <laughs> I don't have a problem with you. I could take judge on. I think, or I would at least give it effort. I would have gave it effort. Yeah. There's somebody you would go fuck no. Arietta, he's on roids. <laughs> it's Pilates. Yeah, Pilates. There's, no, there's no mean guys. Don't, see, the one that scares me is the back crazy in the day, guy. You have mean guys. The one that scares me is the crazy guy, and the one I mm -hmm. think is crazy is Amir Garrett. We're talking about Amir. Who? Amir Garrett. I mean, or I know, Adore. I know Odor too. Odor, Odor's that guy. You hit him three times yeah. in the Odor's. face, Odor's. and he's gonna go. My mother punches hard at you, bitch. And then he yeah. jump on you and bite you in the neck. Yeah. yeah. And I think like a little chihuahua. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. Odor. You're right. That's a good one. Let me go with Odor. Yeah. Yeah, that's a crazy. I was going to go with No, I'm just kidding. He'd look at you like this. How do I disable you? Like Sherlock Holmes. He'd Sherlock Holmes your ass. That's what he did. just disappointed dad. I'm going to go see I was going to say, I'd pick Hendrix to sleep with my wife because he wouldn't. <laughs> no, no, no. You guys can work it out. You guys are the best. Do you have yeah. a book I can read? He's just too in? fucking nice. He's way too. He's got not like every every. Even, his, even when he throws a fastball, he wins. Yeah, he just. God, was that too fast? It's ninety. It's not even hard. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Are you sure? I I could throw a little slower. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> right. You good? Especially in the first mm -hmm. inning, it'll lob it up to anybody. Let's talk well diggers.
Oh, boy. Yeah. So if I remember right, and you can tell me if I'm wrong here, on your wedding day, you played softball that morning and then went and got married, and then we showed up to your wedding that afternoon. Our, we were already drunk, and we were in the middle of the tournament. Yeah. State tournament. Smell. It was a state. Yeah. Smell like complete ass. Tore your wedding apart to shambles, yeah. basically. It was great. <laughs> we broke the <laughs> spot, but yeah. Did really? Yeah. Does it still hold today? The, the people are like, holy shit, we never had this. <laughs> oh, yeah. well, we were only there for a couple hours. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm totally aware. It cost me a lot of money. But you, but you did play softball that morning. No, did not. Oh, I thought you were not. at the games. Right? I think Chico did. I think oh, Chico went. He was in your party. Because he was yeah, one of the uh, groomsmen. I think he Was did. Kenny in your group? In your yeah, party? he was the best man. I don't think he did. Because let's be honest, he probably got up at two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think Chico actually did. For some reason, I was thinking. I remember yeah. us all getting in. But two we, vehicles. And by the way, my the, drunk ass was came, a DD. We brought the... A limo up to the you limo, yes, yes. You guys were all high fiving, and actually, you guys are part of the the wedding vows or some shit. What? Yeah, you guys actually made the wedding vows. They're like, you know, they're going through the wedding vows part. And they're like, and Ron is supposed to be in a state tournament today, but his <laughs> from the, yeah, as as calm as. I don't remember. Who the fuck said that? <laughs> Who talked? The the preacher oh, during okay. the wedding. Oh, wedding. so he was talking yeah. about it. Yes. Yeah, okay. But it was totally funny. I was like, wow. I, I thought you meant we happen. were speaking. I'm like, No, not know. you guys. Oh, no, God, that'd be the worst. No one there could have spoke. Never let you guys speak. But <laughs> the, the preacher actually threw it in there. <laughs> That's well, funny. He's a tournament today, and he's not. <laughs> and he's not. <laughs> Yeah, that was and Ron's like, oh man, I was. I forgot. So for those who That's what I had in my phone. There it was. <laughs> Woo, thanks. Thanks, preacher. For those listening, the, the Well Diggers were a team that me, RJ, and Opie all played on with several of the guys we talk about all the time. And I, I know we've talked about it a little bit in the past, but um we we would start out as just a bunch of idiots just getting shit faced to a bunch of idiots getting shit faced but winning games. And we end up being pretty good after a while, but but what's your favorite moment? Because we okay, we have a lot of stories as well diggers. We oh, do. God. We have a ton of stories, and oh, it goes God. from generations of well diggers essentially. Yeah. What's your favorite story? Do you have one? Now, remember, no, what, this the first team, one. Yeah. Was I was playing. I think I might have been short. They normally played third. Yeah. But I think it was like short, maybe because. Well, once in a while, I moved. One of the guys hit a ground ball. Remember back when the swat was big? Yeah, yeah. I swatted it because I was that good with the glove. <laughs> but but uh, I did swat it and made the out. And Bobby King goes, I've never fucking seen anybody swat a fucking ground ball. He goes, how the fuck did you do that? And I, it. I was like, I don't really know. Because <laughs> I'm hammered. Now, that, that was one of the good ones. I mean, <laughs> I saw three balls and I just grabbed the one in the middle. I was like, so did you did did you go on a lot of the trips with the Wilders? I don't remember. Uh, a couple of state ones. The state one we actually did really well, but we ended up getting beat by the Saints. I think it was that we could never really get over the hump with them. Did that young team? I think they were. Oh shit! They're fast. Every one of them yeah. pisses off. Yeah. Well, gay guys running around. <laughs> Yeah. Can I say gay again? Yeah. <laughs> the words and feelings of all the guests and some of the hosts on this <laughs> podcast are not retrospectively what everybody else thinks on this podcast. Thank you. So in other words, you're you're washing yourself away, so you stay at dude, if you're the mm-hmm. only one on the air because of how we talk, nobody's gonna listen. It doesn't matter then. Shut up, your dad said he liked me. <laughs> I know he's a little drunk, but I don't My care. I'm taking hammered. it. <laughs> I'm taking it. 
That's the only nice thing he's ever said to me. That same question for me is like, dude, it was just the camaraderie. Just yeah, sitting man. around between games, after games, things like that. Just it seemed it seemed like time was just just a little bit different then you know like it didn't move faster it was you you kind of just soak it in and we all just you know i don't remember being with a bunch of guys that i got along with as well as we all kind of did and we're a bunch of and we're a bunch of asses by the way uh, you can't get along with us with the well diggers Mm -hmm. back then with you know us and kenny and and weenus and you know, my dumb fuck brother and some other. I mean, if you couldn't get along with that group, you can't get along with anybody. Yeah. You, you're an asshole. Yeah. And, and actually, that takes me back to your question again. I guess the first practice with you guys, because I remember that behind the. Yes, we practiced um, softball for all those listening. Behind the. <laughs> yeah. Which shocked the shit out of me. <laughs> Hang on, the kid that was, was like, and then, and then he got there and said, "Oh, you fuckers no, really need it." Hitting a small ball. But. RJ goes, "Practice." Yeah, we're yeah. talking about I really practice. Chico hated that. He yeah. goes, "No, seriously, <laughs> like I can hit that fucking ball. I know that's that's good." But uh, we we met you guys the first time behind uh, um, Wells Fargo. Yeah, like, yeah, Aldersgate. And, uh, yeah, like, okay, that's cool. Oh, good uh-oh. practice, good practice. You know, I don't know what the hell we're practicing for, but all right, cool. And uh, that's when we all got to meet you. And there were so many going from that, the lifelong friendships. Yeah. Because we're all friends to this day. I mean, you know. Yeah. No, we are. Yeah. We, I mean, that was a, the idea was to get, mm-hmm. the practices were nice because you get some cuts in, you're around a softball diamond and doing things, but really it was to get together. I mean, really I, I always brought a couple cases. But the reason I joined the Well Diggers, I was playing for the Diamonds, who, not to be a dick, was a much more competitive team. <laughs> but, dude, I bought, I finally, the last game I played for him, I said, and I told the wife I'm doing this, I bought two cases of beer. It was a tournament. I said, if nobody comes out and hangs with me, I'm done. And so I threw two cases in a cooler. Was, and, and after the game was over, I said, hey, anybody want to come out and hang out and, and have some drinks? Tournament's over. We got, like, semifinals. So there's another game going on. We got a couple hours. Come have some drinks. All right. Nobody showed up except for Opie. I go, fuck this. I'm done. I'm going to oh. go play for the Well Diggers. Because oh. Chico had been bothering me. But I, I want to go have fun. And that's what those yeah. guys Yeah, that's what it was about. Like that you age. said, the lifelong friendships, man. Yeah. And I mean, think about it. I would have never known you other right. than that. Exactly. And Joker. Oh, you, you, you don't have to say Joker. But, yeah, other guys, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I mean, these are people that went through the system. That right? Do we have a system? Uh, it's kind of. I mean, it was a it was a Chico system. So it's like half yeah. <laughs> kind of system. Yeah, but, but I mean, not you, really you a met, system. <laughs> you, you met the Chico's Bobby like hell. Right, it was a system. I got a whole thing set up. I got it I'm down on a <laughs> You met Bobby. You met panel. Right. You know, we all Chris know. Barber. Those guys. I mean, yeah. And that and that's what it's about. Yeah, it's not friends mean ever. Jody with the oh shit, yeah, Jody, yeah, I forgot about him. Dude, that guy, <laughs> well, he wasn't even a well digger at the time, but he joined us later. But he was always a well digger without being a well digger. He was always yeah. around us. Oh yeah, I know was. Yeah. It's like a, he's like herpes, dude. Yeah, he he's is. There. He still is, by the way. <laughs> Get rid of his like, ass. Like I put salve on there, shit don't go away. I mean, oh, try to shot. I'm sorry, know. Jody. <laughs> Me, he does listen to this. So he can still give me drunk right home. <laughs> he is medicine resistant. That's what he is. Is your greatest accolade of all time with all the shit you've got done? Is it winning the Opie and the Bear draft contest? <laughs> that rates right up. <laughs> okay, nice, good, good. Yes. Yeah. So I don't. I don't remember if we mentioned it at the beginning because it's been so long now. But yes, he was a winner of our NFL draft contest. So. I autographed boobs only. <laughs> 
I, I have his and not yours, Jody. As you say, and I have his autograph on my tits. Female right boobs. So, so the last thing I got for you and myself, and I hope you might have something else, I don't know, but I just want to know more about your kids and grandkids, because I know you have four children. Um, what's ages? What are they doing right now? Um, and then maybe your grandkids, too. What, what kids are 33, 28. Fuck, you're and old. <laughs> 22. And uh, I see the one like 23 now. But, uh, <laughs> he's he's going to turn 23 I in the future here. Um, doing well. All doing well, the kids. They, what do they do for a living right now? Um, the top one, he's over at, uh, over by Council Bluffs. It's a oh. little t- small town, Portsmouth. He works for the city. Oh, cool. Just got that job, so he's he's pretty good locked in now. Yeah, dude, yeah, when you're in the city, out. you're good to go. Um, daughter, she works down with Don, community okay. health care. Mm-hmm. Um, and the youngest one, he's at Casey's. Just got an assistant manager, kitchen manager, I'm sorry. Um, the youngest is Michael, right? Yep. yep. Um, grandkids, 11, 8, 7, 2. 11's up in Wisconsin. 8 is over in with my son. We're across Iowa. 7 and 2 live with us. Oh, really? Oh. This is always Oh, Which fun. kids are they? Uh, the, the ones that all start now. Yeah, yeah, but who, whose kids are they? Oh, Bria, sorry. Okay, the yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, just working through life, got a couple. Oh, dude, yeah, it, home and... it happens, yeah. But now uh, your parents again. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Randy. <Yeah. laughs> well, hey, see, this is why you are open to talk more because I don't say stupid <laughs> shit like that. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that is. You know, as a, as a grandparent, it's always different in a sense where it's like, you know, as a, as a parent, you're always like, you know what, get the fuck out. But right. as a grandparent, you're like, come on, all right, we'll figure yes. this out. You know what I mean? There's yes. a difference. He, oh, he you'll know this someday. He inhaled it because you just, it's like, if you can keep the grandkids and kick the kid out. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> My daughter would be out. I hope you're listening. <laughs> yes, you're so much listen- better than your mom. God. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's hard to say no to coaching right now. I'm- um, yes, I, I'd be a no. And here's why. I love the kids. I do. Nothing will ever change that. But the parents have drove me well, that's fair. away. They really have. That's right. Even at the high school level, they really, they were just so not real. And it's yeah. just, you know, I got parents meet me afterwards. That, it's just not real. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm good with it. I'm good with where I'm at. That's um, good. It, and that's uh, a hard decision. Dude, it's a hard decision. How much, how many hours, I love days, yeah, I love things you've sacrificed. and love doing it. Yeah. And that's the other thing these parents don't get. These other parents that are you're talking about, they don't understand that all the dedication and everything you did was for their was for their kid. Not just just their kid, but for their kid and all these kids. And you put your heart and soul into it and then they're crushing it at every turn. I had it actually last night, that's kind of not cool about this, but you know, rain delay. They're all like bitching that do we really gotta drive over that park? I'm like, Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I go, yeah. I didn't have a kid in the game. <laughs> I go, I'm going to do it. And one of my big assistants goes, so we got to do this and this and this. Yeah, I would just do that. So I said, yeah. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I go, it's not our fields, so we don't get to make the decision. I called the president just like I should. I said, we haven't had a lick of rain. Davenport, it's like that. It's so big. It's, it's Everything was going north. I was like, are you kidding me? I go, this is just stupid. So we get over there and... Half the team showed up, so I know half the team was listening to him. We get there, and then there was a lightning storm, so he got his way. I'm like, unfucking believable. I hate to say it, but 
But are you going to stay I with don't. this team while your grandkid grows? Or are you? Gonna I'm going to stay with the All Stars. That's about it. Okay, that's it. And the All Star. I mean, that's. Uh, but you're going to continue to coach your rank. Yes. Yeah. On side. Yes. The worst part about it is you're quitting on not on your terms. You're quitting on the parents' terms. Yes. That's what sucks. Yes. Yeah, that does. And it's too bad because, and I'll say this on the podcast live, and if it ever makes it out there, I'm okay with it. It's because parents are are generally not good people that are only concerned about their kid and don't understand that you're there for them. And it's unfair because what's going to happen on this is these parents are losing a hell of a coach. And that's what we've discovered through this talk is... And that's the journey I want to take us on, was that you've been a great coach and a great mentor to all these kids. And for another generation of kids to lose out on that because of parents is completely unfair. It really is. It's selfish by them. Selfish by them. 100%. There's kids out there right now who are 12 years old that can totally benefit from just you being a part-time coach for them. Any of us. I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's any of us. Well, just. We're going to. We're going uh, for your credit because of what oh. the, uh, the reason is is because and, and Opie and I, are, are, look I'm not going to lie we're both decent coaches but what I'm saying is from your standpoint you've gone to a different you've taken the coaching aspect of kids to a different level when you go from a guy who coached t-ball because you want to help out to coaching high school because of the amount of effort and time you put into things that's a big alkalate I mean, because, that, 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 I mean, you're not using, hey, my name's R.J. Trenton, and that's why I'm coaching now, like they do at Moline, right. like they do at Rock Island. You know, a Bender coached every fucking year. Who's coaching now? Scudder. Scudder's <laughs> a kid who went to Kansas, who was their top player for in, in Rock Island for three of his four years he was there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, those are the guys who become head coaches that become coaches at the high school level. For a guy who just said, I just want to revive this. I mean that's that's a that's a special thing, well, thanks, and you should really really. It's a great accomplishment. Yeah. Yes. Thanks. It really is. No, you're you're. Then that's the thing. I, I, it always makes you feel bad. Yeah. I and with something like that, I always like to tell people because you, you are you're you're just you're, that's why I think another reason you're a good coach. You're, you're not like yeah, it's all about me. And I always like to ask, say, okay, think of it this way: if this was somebody else that you knew that did this, you'd be like, damn, good job, bro. That's a great job. Good for yeah, you. Yeah. And you know, and I think that's how you should look at it. You gotta look at it that way yeah. now because you can look back on it that way for you. You're, you're not tooting your horn. You're not doing anything else you know you did something good and you should you should enjoy that fact man you really should i agree thank you i think don will agree with that too and then okay and another she thing does. we got to give her a shit ton of credit because <laughs> her ass should have divorced you years ago you <laughs> 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 should have called me i'm just saying but i love don to death i mean she's don's one of my she is awesome. She's one of my special people out there. I love hanging out with you guys. So um, yeah, we need to do it more. Yeah, no doubt. It's been it's fantastic talk with you, dude. I mean, it's this yeah. Thanks awesome. for t- I, I love hearing these kind of stories. I mean, yeah. You know, a lot of times we do joking around bullshit, but this story is awesome, dude. Cool. It's really good. Thanks. Yeah, no, thanks for thanks for coming on. And you know, it's one of those things that we just need to make it aware because I know there's people out there who, when you left our football league, were like, oh, "What happened to RJ?" It's like now you know what happened to RJ. Filled in the blank, and you're like, "Damn, <laughs> he's a busy guy." Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So last week we started a new uh, game called Name That State. I pull a headline, and it's really easy to find because Yahoo's full of them. And I give you the headline. Name that state, and it's a state that is below 
the Mason Dixon line, but that goes all the way across Michigan. the west. No, below the other way. I, I thought south that was of the Mason Dix, Dixon line, but it goes all. You can go all the way across to from the east coast to the west coast. So the southern half of the United States. Gotcha. Okay. We're less and retarded it, than you think, but thanks. Yes. No. No. Trust me. Mentally. Uh, all right, mom. Mom is arrested after posing as her seventh grade daughter in school. Oh, I saw Georgia. this. Dude, that might be. You might be right. <laughs> Cause I know oh. I didn't see what state it was though. So. Now you're gonna start looking at states. Yeah. New I Mexico. Dated, I dated yeah, this. Phone a I dated this chick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say Texas. I'm saying New, New Mexico. New Mexico. All right, and the winner is Bear with Texas. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, give me some of that. <laughs> Nailed it. Fuck she you, Opie. wore hoodies and a face mask to try to hide her. Yeah, image. I saw. It was like on Snapchat that I saw this, so I didn't like read it. But yeah, it was isn't that crazy. It said like mom poses as daughter, and then it just showed the mom, and I was like, okay, next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next one is. Well, the weird is... part about that is Opie actually did that for Adara, <laughs> so that's where things turned. Anyway, look I at think Opie. she broke the home run record. Shut up. All right. Uh... <laughs> not because you're sorry, ass. <laughs> no, not not because of me at all. I kept it in line drives like a dumbass. Yeah. I'm just saying you're flat, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. So this is a state that's east east of the Rocky Mountains. So any state east of the Rocky Mountains, naked woman trashes an outback steakhouse and then confronts the officer who tried to arrest her. Iowa. <laughs> that does sound like Iowa. <laughs> Her name was Tara. Oh wait, I was gonna say Minnesota. You know you're thinking this, right? I think I am. It's gonna be just east of it. I'm gonna go. I love you, Randy, but you spent way too fucking much time on this. Let me spend one more time on what? The, you know you what I'm saying. I said Minnesota. Wisconsin. Your wife sent me an email. So oh, I know. Of that. Oh. Instant message. The nice thing about geography is Yo. you guys are terrible at it. Because this, I honestly, when I read it, before I even saw the state, I thought Florida. And of course it's Florida. Those are some crazy oh. bitches down there. There's so many states east of the fucking Rockies, dickhead. Florida's always That's the like obvious two-thirds one. two-thirds of the goddamn United States. Florida's always the obvious one. Don't see, and that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it is the <laughs> obvious one. I get to tell you the gross part about it. She was 53 years old oh. in, in Florida. You got to imagine how saggy and baggy that thing might. She been. was naked in Florida. Oh, and nobody wants the steak sauce Nancy anymore. Nancy All right, and then this last one is, and I'm oh, going to make it here. It, this is actually a southeastern state, okay? All right. Below below the Mason-Dixon line, I'm making it easier. Even though you did get the, one of them right, Barry. Georgia. So Florida. Point. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> Are we close? Can I say the line? We got the region, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just no. keep naming me. Yeah, Mississippi's there, too, guys. Don't forget Tennessee and Kentucky. South Carolina. There's so there's the Carolinas. Let's just keep naming states. The fuck? All right. Pizza delivery guy shoots and kills a knife wielding man after the pizza delivery guy got sent to the wrong address. Louisiana, Georgia, 
Ron Trenton's house? I'm going to friend. That happened I'm, I'm going to stick with South Carolina. Fuck it. And Ryan takes home Georgia. Oh, Wait, no, that was Ron. Oh, that's Ron. <laughs> no, he said. No, I he said. said oh, yeah, he said Georgia. That's right. Ron gets Georgia. That's right. I'm oh, to get shit. Cajuns. So, Ron, you, you get. Oh, shoot. No, I, I told you. Don't All right, now we got to break the tie. I live through tie it. now. Oh, tiebreaker. Oh, wait, who's got the tie? What's you, the tie? You two are tied. We're tied. So you One guys get to go. Yeah, let's get some. It is a weather-related, so if you like to watch the Weather Channel, you'll get this. I like weather. Yeah, I, You're not a part of this, loser. All right, <laughs> loser. You're go, he's going to poop now. There it is. Oh, it's right. your daughter. So this is a state west of the Mississippi. So any state, it's a state west of the in the you know the forty eight states. So like yes. Iowa, going to Iowa. This county in what state is the number one for producing tornadoes? Oh, that's got to be town towards Oklahoma. Kansas. I'm going to Oklahoma. Oh wait, no, no, no. <laughs> Hold on a second. That's Tornado Alley, but it's New Mexico. So, by virtue of getting it closest, it is bare because it's Colorado. Oh, nice. Not, not wow. I, I, I honestly, Colorado. I, I know Colorado. Time. The fact that you shifted gears, I would have said Oklahoma. I totally would have. <laughs> yeah, Oklahoma makes sense because that's the one that's always advertised, essentially. Yeah. But wow. uh, New Mexico to Colorado is really not that close. Yeah. If we'd had 30, yeah. three or four more guesses, <laughs> you know. Right. No, so, but yeah, they have, they're the, the number one U.S. county for producing tornadoes is in holy crap. Colorado. Is it the south? Is it the southern part of Colorado? Uh, I don't know. Well, the mo- mountains, I assume. Weld County, Colorado. No fucking clue. Yeah, so that's got to be like fucking down. That's got to be the southeast side. All right, so uh, tradition, as we always like to do at the end of the show, is to say, "Go fuck." Yourself, Ken. Oh, yeah.